Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And welcome to the Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On today's show, it's a bit more back to normal with the usual ramblings. We will update you on some of the news stories that we've seen over the last few weeks. And this week, we'll tackle the big question, which is, do you know what Buckle Vision is? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant, with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check in. Check out time. Nice. Right, uh, should you would you like to go first? I believe you've got an exciting weekend planned. Am I right? I've got quite. I've got for once. I have exciting news. Well, depends what your definition of exciting is. Yeah. Um, first piece of exciting news is um, I had COVID, uh, which kind of completely kiboshed any sort of work or podcast or anything for the last like nine days, which has been traumatic. However, during said COVID and said lying on the couch trying to recover, yep. I still managed to purchase a new bike. And later on, we are obviously having, as part of the big question, um, we did a pre-recorded interview, and um, we talk about it there. Um, so if it sounds like I'm dropping a bombshell there, um, it's actually because that was recorded last night, and we're recording the rest of this tonight. Uh, so yes, I have ordered, or my new bike is on its way. Um, when this goes out, it'll probably be Monday, and the bike is due here, I think, Tuesday or Thursday. Um, so I should have it by next weekend. I have purchased. Should have a drum roll button. Oh, have you got a drum roll button? That's not a drum roll button. No, I do actually have a drum roll sound effect, but I don't know if it will play through you. So, oh well. Anyway, download a drum roll sound effect, but no, probably not. Um, I have ordered a Pan America twelve fifty special. Ooh. In Baja Orange So yes I know Yes it's the one That was of... me screaming with excitement Just so you know <laughs> So it is a new one So it'll be a, on a new plate But it's a 21 model Because yeah. the Baja Orange They've stopped And I had a look it's at the nice, so I don't know why they stopped that It's such a nice car And the new blue the, the blue one By all accounts Is really nice looking However I don't like The, the nose cone on It's just a kind of it looks like kind of nicotine white is the only way I can describe it. Um, sorry, Harley, if you're listening, but it looks like kind of nicotine white. So it doesn't look as nice as the kind of crisp white that's on the, the orange one. And plus the orange is just like properly stand out. So yes, so that should be here next week. So I am super excited. Excellent. Although I haven't phoned the insurance company yet, so I might be super surprised. Um, but yes. So there you go. And then my other piece of exciting news is we're recording yep. this on Friday. And tomorrow I leave about lunchtime to drive down to 
Wheels, to the valleys. Oh, to the valleys. To the valleys. Oh, lovely. Um, I mean, you know, we didn't go Jordy this time. Like, last time we went no, no, completely Jordy. I've actually been practicing all day, uh-huh. so I, I didn't go, why are you, man? You know? But yes, I am out on Sunday, all day, on a Pan America, um, off-roading and learning how to take the bike off-road. So I'm going to take my GoPro. Whether they let me film or not, it's a different story. But I'm definitely taking my mm. GoPro to see if we can film it. So yes, looking forward to that. Um, we want to just your footage because you are going with them um, with a with them um, a, a friend of the Buckle Brothers, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am going with. There's, there's three three of us going um, from from a customer perspective, um, but also the West Coast Harley are sending down one of their guys, and it's actually Mister Scott Henry, um, who obviously I've dealt with Scott for a few years, knows Scott really well, listens to the show. So hey, Scott. Um, you probably be sick of the sight of me by the time Sunday night comes, but there you go. Uh, so yeah, so Scott's coming down as well, um, because I know a couple of guys, um, Bruce, one of the the Buckle Vision guys, yep. um, Bruce has, has done it. Um, he did it when the Pan America was first launched. He went down and did the whole tour thing and all that um, for the the kind of big launch. So um, and he says it's, it's such a good day. And obviously Dave, um, the managing director at West Coast, has done it. Um, and he says you, that it's quite surprising just how far you go in a day and how much you learn in a day. So I'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I think it's going to be so cool. Um, it's probably going to be exhausting. Not the ideal thing to have. The you mean a week after having COVID. However, them's the breaks. You're a, you're a strong young man, you'll be fine. I'm strong and virile, I'll, I'll, I'll power through. You'll power through something anyway, you'll probably power through um, umpteen Ginster's pasties on the way down, that's what you I, oh, oh, No, come on, me and Scott are of an age where it'll be travel, sweeties. What travel those originals? And just before you cross the border, you'll get yourself a wee packet of tablet. <laughs> oh, aye, for about eight quid out of candle uh, services. No, it's just not a good idea. Not a good yeah, idea. But that's my check-in so far. Um, what about you? Um, check-in for me, um, we discussed John's bike arriving last time, didn't we? So yeah. that's about the most exciting thing. I've had, uh, I've um, dusted down the Triumph and I had it out for a, for a wee spin the other day. I dusted down John's wee mutt and had it out for a wee spin today, actually. That sounds um, wrong. I know it does. You know I, mean? you. I dusted down his mutt, did you? I dusted down his mutt, you know. But to be fair, you know, in some circles, people get quite excited about that kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so yeah, dusted down a wee mutt today, took it out for a wee run, um, which is good because uh, I just want to make sure he's coming up tomorrow, actually, from London to see us. Uh, for a wee visit, for a wee visitation. So um, by the time you're listening to this, uh, boys and girls, um, on the other end of the podcast world, the the listener end, that we able to have been up and back down again. But he, um, so I wanted to just make sure it was up and running about and, you know, we've got a charge in the battery and all that kind of stuff for in him. In case so. he wants to go a wee jolly. In case he wants to go a wee a jolly, jolly, jolly. So, um, uh, although funnily enough, he is coming up, but we don't know when he's leaving. So uh, Susan and I are just hoping that it's, you know, Hopefully uh, once he's completed his das. Aye, hopefully in a Timmy's manner, he'll be back down again. Timmy's manner. Timmy's manner, yes. That's a wee bit of name. Um, a, wee bit up, a wee bit of update on the on my bike, on my Harley. Um, and the update, unfortunately, is there is no update, so... <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. That went to the wrong sound effect. So for everybody listening, actually, you mean, we are... We're recording this... We're, we're, we're recording. 
He's just punching any buttons at once. We're we're recording this virtually um, purely because, one, it was much, much easier. Two, we really wanted to have a beer um, in light of what's happening next week, which is probably a joint check-in. But also, (laughs) Ian's got a nice new bit of kit that we wanted to test out. We're really geeky that way. Um, yes. and this, oh, a wee portable bit of kit there. A wee portable bit of kit. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And Ian's been loading up his own sound effects. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so hence why it just may sound like it's sound effect central. And we, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're just, just pushing buttons for the sake of pushing buttons. So I'm going, to, I'm going to try again, right? I'll just attempt it again for you, for all my lovely listeners. Cool. Um, so, unfortunately, um, there's still no update on the on the sports that is still sitting in Harley. Hmm. Right, there you go. That's bizarre, right? So, I, I, what I really want to know is what is that end sound? I just it's, it's, the it's boo called, I get, but then ah, I know. So it's called the Wilhelm scream, and for some reason, it's playing them both at the same time. So I'm not going to press buttons anymore, and we will keep it. <laughs> um, I might press. I might try one more button later on if if the situation arises, but only Ooh. if it's relevant and effective. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, now, so, um, yeah, there's, there's about five parts we're still waiting for. And uh, unfortunately, I think there's just, due to current world events, there's just a, and also the fact that the sports dress is quite a new bike. Anyway, um, the, there's a few, a wee hold up or two on uh, on a couple of parts, or five of the parts just now. Some of them are the are the, are the customization bits I ordered, you know, the, the pillion seat, the and I think it's the, the foot rests, the back pegs and all that. So it's a couple of them. So they, they were I reckon if they came if um if if they were a bit delayed I'd get the bike back and I'd just take it back in and get them right. fixed. But unfortunately the brake cylinder's the thing that's um still delayed um till April. So a couple of weeks yet I think before I've even realistically got a chance of getting the bike back. Fingers crossed. No, but that does give me time because you'll hear from. My, um, I don't think we discussed it on on camera, not on camera, on microphone. Is that right? Is that right? Phrase on, on mic. On mic. On mic. No, we're recording. Yeah. <clears throat> on, um, but um, but uh, but Derek did allude to the fact that um, the guys in Harley are, are really good at putting wraps on bikes for for a, for a, a relatively economical amount of money and all that. So. Mm. So um, watch this space. I may be discussing having a wee chat with the boys and seeing what um, black and yellow themed. Oh, for God. <laughs> Although I tell you what, it'd be one of a kind because I don't see them in any other black and yellow ones out there. No, absolutely oh. not. I think uh, um, just a lot of black and then just a wee uh, um, Batman related probably, to be honest. Yeah, you know? the yellow. Right, that'd be on, good. on a... And on a on a, a slightly skewy skew with motorcycle note, um, I did go and see the Batman at the time. Oh, did you go and see it? Uh, I did, yeah. And, and and I personally absolutely loved it. Right, absolutely loved it. Total um, Batman as a detective, more than a you know a, a bish bash boss superhero. Right, brilliant. Right. right, but they feature motorcycles quite a lot in it. Oh, both himself and Catwoman both ride these kind of. I mean, they kind of look a bit like mutts, but obviously they're big motorbikes and they've been blacked out, so you, you can't really tell what the actual Batman, make of the bike is. Uh, Batman only, only orders in black. No, it doesn't black, yeah, and very dark grey. And um, so... Um, Midnight grey. So, mid. Yeah. yeah, natural charcoal. And um, yeah, so... I know. So, uh, so uh, there's, there's some cool bike scenes in the Batman. You know, right, cool. Include, including the the bit that was shot in Glasgow. Oh, course. that's that's when he fell off it. 
Aye, that's aye. right. Aye. Obviously, so, uh, not in the movie, they cut that bit out. But aye. Aye, aye, but not that bit. I am up at the at the Necropolis in Glasgow. Yes. So, so um, it's nice. It's a, it's a if you like, uh, it's dark. It's it's gritty. It's probably um, it's probably one of the darkest Batman movies to watch. You know what I mean? So take a torch. But it's really good, you know. So uh, I highly recommend it. And if you like a wee bit of motorcycle action on the bikes, uh, on the on the movies, you'll get that with the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. That wasn't me pressing the button. That was me. Yeah, and uh, there you go. So that was it. I think that's my check-in, mate. I don't, not much else. I think the big check-in will be when I get the Harley back. Yeah. Aye, cool. aye. And we can actually get mm-hmm. it, put some miles on it. Well, I think, we're, you know, we spoke to the guys in West Coast, and you'll hear, you'll hear that later on. Um, but hopefully we'll get out and get a couple of um, test rides out in the demo fleet. Yes. Um, very soon to, to have a chat with you about, you know. Yeah, I was, I was, in, I was in back in there today. Um, just kind of finalising stuff for the weekend, Aye. and um, yeah, Derek was kind of Derek was kind of saying, right? You I mean next once we get everything up and we get a bit of free time, then to give him a shout and we can we can walk through just yeah. how we do that and what we take and stuff. So uh, it'll be good. Um, although I was kind of bit you here again. Don't want to give too much away, but I kind of bit disappointed the lowrider STs not in the demo fleet because yeah, Harley was, just haven't made a mate, a, a, enough of them, which doesn't yeah, surprise me. I don't know why it surprised. I don't know why Harley got caught out with that. I because it's like that's the one everybody's going. Oh my god, that's the one that's going to be awesome. And uh, Harley went, oh, well, let's not make too many just in case it's not a success. Why would it not be a success? A bit like the, a f- the yeah, a bit like the black sportster. Maybe maybe because they get they get stung a wee bit by the black sportster, don't they? Right. Made loads and loads of the black sports, and then everybody saw it in white and 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 that kind of white Aye, and it's probably better to have demand for bikes you don't have rather than having a warehouse full of them that are you know mean, sitting there depreciating and you mean you can't sell them and you've got to get rid of them cheap. So it makes sense. The other thing, I suppose, from a joint check-in um, perspective, is obviously our last show we had a good chat with um, Bruce from Teapot or Teapot One. Um, and next Friday, um, not that he's announced it on his socials yet, but he probably will do um, fairly shortly. Um, but next Friday we are on Brew Time. Yeah, looking forward to having great fun, a few it's beers. Yeah, chat with Bruce. Yeah. Super looking forward to that because I think it'll be such a hoot. And the fact that we're not having to do anything, that's the bit I'm looking forward. We can just go in there, talk garbage like we usually do, our yep. usual ramblings, and then just forget about it. And it's not our concern. We don't need to deal with the editing or the headache or anything. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's the bit that's exciting me the most. You know what I mean? Obviously, talking to Bruce is pretty exciting. I mean, and being invited on is pretty exciting. But yes. Not having to do any editing, it's the bees and knees. So, or if you want to take it in relation to John's bike, the much nuts, the much nuts, exactly. Cool. Anything else? That's I think. Let's yeah, think that's uh, that's chicken. Yes, chicken. Yeah. What we got next? I know. Hello. It's now time for the news. It's the news. Excellent. Although, although we now know that Ian's got a tool that actually can make it sound like like pathy vintage. Would you call it? And all the time yeah, I was trying to create I, that. But that's another toy that we're that's not another toy. Yet. Yes, which yes, we'll make play with at some point. Yeah, well, that, I may plug in with that for the next one. You know, I mean, maybe do that with the brew time thing and no tell Bruce and go into the, the Wayne, the child voice. Oh, but God, it makes no. you like that. No, 
No, no don't don't no. give him the editing headache. No, I don't do give that. him an editing headache. Um, what we got first, Mr. Bell? You we have. have um, we're going in um, uh, Electric Avenue. We're back up the Electric Avenue. We're the on a rock down to Electric Avenue. Yeah, so this is um, this um, especially this particular bike and and its current color scheme uh, is probably a bit of an electric dream for me, um, and I'm not putting any other words in, just the electric dream. Yep, not say anything else. Nope. Um, but this is the the Damon Hyper Fighter, the Hyper Fighter. Um, so we've talked about Damon before in this show, um, with a take um, on their beautiful yellow electric bikes, um, and this is a the Canadian company. Uh, don't seem to make too much noise about it. It's there in the background. If you see actually electric bikes, it comes up. But there's not a lot of oomph in anything. But you've got to kind of know about them to know about them. Aye. That makes sense. Um, but I think that's about to change because with the launch of their second model. Now, ignore the fact that it sounds like um, a, a B movie for um, you know for Top Gun or anything like that, right? But let's focus on the good stuff, okay? Although to be fair, being a child of the eighties, I do quite like the fact that it's called the Hyper Fighter. You know what I mean? Iron Eagle Absolutely. 3. Iron Eagle 3, the hyper fighter. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so, as um, so you did the first version of Hyper Sport, and clearly there's a theme there, um, the flavours are all um, very similar with varying degrees of power and battery. So, the, the only exception is the top end beast. So, let's start there and work back because it's always good to get to the top of a hill and just abseil back down. So, top of the tree is a model called, and this is, it gets better, right? If you thought Hyper Fighter was good, this is a model called the Colossus. I'm sorry, yeah. but you're buying a bike called the Damon Hyperfighter Colossus. Colossus, yeah. Imagine you know, phoning your insurance company. And what yeah. making model is it, sir? It's a Damon Hyperfighter Colossus. Hyperfighter. You're like, hmm, is that a sex toy or a motorbike you bought? Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's a Love Honey edition, so um, um, it's been uh, it's been sponsored by Love Honey. So um, so there. So if you really want to, you can have uh, a Colossus between your legs. Uh, that's what many people are probably crying out for. Sorry, this <laughs> is a not supposed to comment in these. So um, so only a hundred. There's only going to be a hundred of the Colossus made, right? So it's going to be quite a wee Colossus. Do you know what I mean a wee tiny Colossus? It's only going to be a few Colossuses. Colossuses, that's it. Colossuses or Colossi? Colossi, Colossuses. It sounds like you should get cream for that. Anyway, I've got a bad case of the Colossuses. Um, so, uh, so, so there'll be about 100 of these be made, and uh, these are 200 and brake, they're 200 brake horsepower with a 20 kilowatt battery in them. So, it'll do 146 miles uh, on a full charge, and we'll top out at 170 miles per hour. And it costs $35,000 or £25,750, which for a bike of that performance and that ecologically friendly probably isn't as bad as I thought it was going to sound, you know? Live wires in the UK are still nearly 30 grand, aren't they? So, Well, I, I the, the, the Harley Davidson one. Not the live wire one, but yeah, the Harley oh. Davidson one. And look, the new NLG car, I think, is even more than that. So, you know what I mean? But that's obviously the top end, right? So let's assume, okay, that actually we're, we're ecologically um, concerned but skint, right? So <laughs> let's look at what else. Ecologically <laughs> concerned and broke. and broke. So let's say, or not, if we were broke, we wouldn't buy a bike at all, but let's just see what we've got in a slightly more realistic price range. Yeah, so so if you want the same power and performance but are happy to lose the single-sided swing arm, carbon wheels, the Olin super suspension, the Brembo brakes, then you can get a Hyper Fighter Unlimited 20 
That's right, the hyperfighter unlimited twenty. What does the twenty stand for? Who knows? Kilowatt, but that'll be the battery. That'll be the battery. That'll be the battery. Well worked out. That's fine. You clearly read this more than once. No, I think that's what they did with the last ones that they did. I'm sure it was like 10, 15, 20 or something like that. Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? So $25,000 or £18,400. You still get 200 brake horsepower. You still get 146 mile range. Can Um, I just say something? The how And Damon, if you're listening, please feel free to explain. But how can you go from the Hyperfighter Colossus, which again sounds like an absolute monster, do you know what I mean? Even if it does sound like a Love Honey monster, it still sounds like a monster, to the Hyperfighter Unlimited 20, which sounds like a data plan. (laughs) <laughs> you know I mean, it sounds like I've just bought the latest iPhone and I got myself one of those Hyperfighter Unlimited 20 plans. Oh, it's great. So, it's, it's 20 gig I get. Aye, it's aye. Uh, and, and, and do you know what? I've got 146 mil range in my phone. I know. So, uh, then they have an Unlimited 15, which is obviously for people that, that, that don't make as many calls. And if, <laughs> <laughs> and if you've tuned in, um, you know it. <laughs> You know what they do. So this is 150 brake horsepower and a 15 kilowatt battery. And thankfully, the 200 brake horsepower 20 watt battery, 150 brake horsepower 15 kilowatt battery. It works quite nicely. That doesn't it? They clearly went. Do you know what? Let's make the one five consistent or the two zero consistent throughout the stats, so that Aye. people like the average bikers in a cave don't get too confused with the numbers. Oh. And, and you, know, what does the 20 okay. stand for? You know, um, it's yellow. In here, little Chinese. Hello, Paul. But 150 brake on an electric bike still. Uh, 150 brake. Uh, they're, they're, they're not mega heavy, these bikes are in. Do you know what I mean? So, no. um, uh, it'll set you back $19,000 or £14,000, which is actually, you know, now you're getting into the kind of money you'd spend on any kind of bike. Do you know what right. I mean? This is, you know, I mean, I've, I would be sorely tempted um, to do that. Um, so, they all come with a range of cool gizmos over and above what you would expect from any bike in 2022. From variable riding positions, they've got that cool kind of foot peg thing that moves around, haven't they? And you can change. Oh, that's right. So they do. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's pretty cool. That's the technical thing about it. So you can change your riding position depending on how you want to ride. 360 degree monitoring camera and radar with the visual and haptic alerts. Um, haptic being a... The, the Love Honey edition, because it vibrates. Um, the unlimited range will drop later this year, we believe, but don't do what I do with bikes and actually drop the bike. By all means, drop the range, but don't drop the bike. Um, all bikes have a decent charging rate of between 2 to 2.5 two hours to 90% on a 240-volt supply, and both charge to 80% in 45 minutes on a fast charger. I'm, I'm seriously tempted to put a deposit down on one of those bikes, because I reckon... The I think the, the current, bike? No, I know, but but by the time you actually get it, I'd be trading in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's true. I think there's a you know you, you put your deposit in and then and then they give you a, you know they give you a, a a waiting list of about two years, don't they? So anyway, that is the Damon Hyperfighter. 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 There you go, uh, uh, and it does look amazing. I just, I absolutely adore it, especially that Colossus with the black and yellow and everything. Aye, so, aye, it definitely looks a bee's knees in the black and yellow, like. Yeah, it is the much nuts. Aye. And it being an electric bike, pretty, um, pretty cool to have, maybe. So, you know, I would, if, if, I, if I didn't want to, if I, if I was willing to risk divorce, I'd put a deposit in on it. There you go. But I'm not. Risk divorce. 
If you're listening to us now, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, up next, okay. new Royal Enfield. Now, this is always, is, is it Himalayan or Himalayan? I, I would say Himalayan. See, I would say Himalayan, but I do know people that call it the Himalayan. But anyway, it's, it's Royal Enfield. Yeah, then you've got to remember that Nigella Lawson called it the Mikrowavi. So the Mikrowavi. <laughs> They, they, they could be from the they could be from the same um, you know school of thought there. So I mean, the micro of it. Uh, Royal Enfield are currently working on the new variant of the um, Himalayan. Um, it is originally a small capacity bike. Um, now, not 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 an awful lot known at this point. Okay, but if rumours are t- to be believed, they're going to put in a kind of beefier four fifty engine um, nice. into it. Um, as opposed to the current, I think it's a 3 or something that's in it at the minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're looking to up it to a 450. Now, I, again, why is everyone screaming, why don't I just put the 650 engine that they've got in the Continental and the Interceptor? Um, and yes, I think that was a consideration that they were going to put it in there. Um, but there was, a, it's a much heavier engine. And obviously they're concerned about the bulk that would be added to the bike. And I don't think there was a massive appetite for it. Um, if you look at some of the forums, a lot of people were going, oh, don't put it in there, it'll ruin it. Um, so they're looking at a, a possible 450. Um, they're I all- think there's definitely a market for 450s <clears throat> out there at the moment. Because um, a... Because of John's mutt, for instance, <clears throat> I'm on one of a few Facebook groups of mutt owners and things like that. Yeah. And the mutt comes in the one two five and it comes in a two fifty. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of people that just crave for that bit more power. Aye. But they don't want they don't want a six hundred. They don't want a nine hundred. No, they want to keep it quite light. Do you know what I mean? Quite because quite at the end of the day, it is a it is a lightweight adventure bike. Do you know what I mean? So I, I I think there's there's a there's potentially a gap in the market here that well into the maybe sporting men. Do you know what? Well, you know. Yeah, because the 450 is definitely a jump on the current um, model. Um, yeah. It probably jumps about an extra 25 brake horsepower versus what the current model is. Yeah. Which is uh, but it, it depends, I suppose, on how much torque that comes with that as well, if, if you are going to take it off-road as such. Yeah. Now, but you're right, assuming that they do upgrade it and assuming they upgrade the suspension and a few other bits of uh, the component parts of the bike to make it a little bit more rugged to handle a wee bit of extra weight, then you're right, it's then, I don't want to say encroaching on BMW 310 GSEs or KTM Adventures 390, uh, 390. you know I mean, because the power might be similar, but the engine might be slightly different, but mm. I would imagine it'll be a damn sight cheaper than either of those two bikes. So I do think you're right, I think there is definitely a gap in the market. Most... Yeah. I mean, I know a couple of Himalayan owners and they love the bike that they've got at the minute. Whether they would jump to a 450, no idea. You know what I mean? I suppose it depends what else they put on it. Now, this is the ironic but both the GS310 and the KTM Adventure 390 and the the Himalayan, they're all made in India. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So all the bikes are made in the same place. But I do think it will be... um, it will be slightly, slightly cheaper. Um, yeah, it's one of those ones. I, if, you mean Fitzy, who listens to the show? Fitzy, hello, if you're listening. Hey, he, Fitzy. He's got a Himalayan. He drives his every day, rain or shine. That's his everyday bike for nipping back and forth to work. And 
even if he's just nipping across to Parley's for a coffee or whatever, he'll take you to Himalayan because he just he just loves riding it. Um, but then I know a guy called you mean I work with a guy called Savio, um, and Savio lives in India, and he's had his up to kind of up through Nepal and everything, and loves it and swears by it and says that it's an absolute beast and it's probably the best bike he's ever owned. Do you know what I mean? And he, I don't think he's got any plans to trade it in because he's still got a whole load of other trips and stuff like that that he wants to do on that bike. So it's one of those ones. I just don't know. It's you I mean they've got a good thing going with the Himalayan. Whether they'll just make it a better thing. I have no idea. Yeah, they've got, they've got a great, they've got a great look. They look great. Aye, and they are. They're, they're really comfy as well when you sit on them, and they've got some nice wee dials and stuff like that on them. Do you know what I mean I think putting a four fifty in it is not going to make it a, a, a worse off bike? As long as they maybe do a wee brake upgrade and a wee bit of suspension upgrade, just to yeah. handle that wee bit of extra weight that the four fifty engine is going to have in it. They don't need to be sticking Brembo stuff and all that on it. Just, no. just a wee bit, a wee bit more. I just kind of, kind something of to make it a little bit more exactly. Um, but the good thing, I think the, they, yeah, carry on. You were chatting away there. Well, I was just going to say the other thing about the Himalayan is, is it actually it, there was a, a story I read that back in December, um, Royal Enfield became the first motorbike to reach ninety degrees south. So that's the South Pole. Okay, um, mm-hmm. first ever bike to do it. Um, it was two employees, um, Dan Coxon and VJ Kumar, were the men that were tasked with taking this bike. A near stock Himalayan, by the way. They added a few bits and bobs to it, so they upgraded the 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 the, the battery so that they could charge their heated gear off it because obviously it's freezing in there. Um, they did some stuff to the gearbox and the tiles again just to handle the freezing conditions. But yeah. other than that, they were literally straight out the factory floor. Um, and these guys rode them in the North Pole, uh, rode them in the South Pole, which is just absolutely bonkers. Um, there is a big, there's a there's a big thing, um, a big article on it. Um, there's one in Rider Magazine, which is the one I read, um, but there's also one in MCN. But if you just Google it, it, there's a whole thing that will tell you about it. It's really quite impressive. For a bike that you could literally go in and buy for, you know I mean? I'm gonna, I don't want to be flippant and say pennies, but in the grand scheme of things, it's pennies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a bike mm-hmm. with just a couple of minor upgrades. Can go all the way to the South Pole. You tell me that's not a, a rugged bike. You know what I mean? Then uh, who knows what is? Do you know what I mean? And it's it's, it's one of these bikes. And and, and um and, and we said this to the guys about certain Harley's. <clears throat> excuse me, the certain Harley's yesterday. We were talking to the guys, and I'm saying it's one of these bikes that looks like a motorbike to people that don't know about motorbikes. Yes. You know, it, it, it's a certain type of bike, as as and you know, for most of you listeners, know exactly what we're talking about. <clears throat> but if you're if you're somebody that doesn't know a lot about bikes and are just getting into bikes, and you have got a a kind of shortbread tin version of a motorbike, oh. Royal Enfield is one of those things. That's, that, a, that's a really good analogy, actually. A shortbread tin, and half of the people that listen to this will have no idea what a shortbread tin is. But yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, there's probably a, there's probably some there's probably an article there for us. Do you know what I mean? Or some sort of, maybe not a full big question, but definitely a little question. Yeah. Um, what is the most motorbike looking motorbike? Aye, what is it? You know what I mean, what is it? What is it? The most motor, motor looking motorbike looking motorbike? Yeah, um, exactly. Remember, we'll no do that because it's a bit of a tongue twister. Well, the motorbike, motorbike. If you, if you were going to pick a motorbike to put on a shortbread tin, what would it be? <laughs> aye, aye. In brackets, here's what a shortbread tin is. Yeah, exactly. um, 
But I absolutely, if you if aliens were coming down tomorrow and landed here and wanted to know what a motorbike was, what would I you spoke, draw? I'm talking to somebody that doesn't know, know what a motorbike is. Exactly. That'd be interesting. We should actually put a poll out there. Do you know what I mean? But then, Absolutely. how do you put a poll out to non-bikers? South pole. There you go. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> okay, what have we got up next? Then there we go. That's um, <coughs> we've, uh, we've, uh, we've hit rock bottom of this. Well, I, I quickly move on. Quickly move on. It's the Sinus GPX one two five. Is Sinus or is it Sinus? Is this, uh, see, I think it's Sinus, but just but, to be fair, microwave, microwave. Microwave. Um, so to be fair, with COVID, then we'll call it a sinus, will we? Because there's a lot of sinus trouble out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, um, sinus, 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 sinus. Ah, of course, he's sinus. He was sinus. 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 Um, sinus, sinus. Uh, they are adding an option uh, in the 125 uh, or CBT learner bracket. And this is the new GPX 125. It's a sports bike which looks beautiful. As it does look very much like a B sports bike, right? Super sports bike. It was designed and engineered here in the UK and manufactured in uh, China. Um, so probably um, there may be supply issues at the moment. I'm not can't think why. Well, Anything coming from China? Every um, possibility. You know, I, I believe um, if you've ordered a new Honda recently, you might have a wee bit of a wait. Hi, hi. You be stuck in the back of the train in the Trans Siberian Railway, no going anywhere. Aye, Here, uh, you get more chance of getting a brake cylinder for a heart as opposed to this. Exactly. So, um, um, kind of, you know, every cloud and all that. So, um, it's designed, as I said, design engineering manufactured in China. Um, it's a water cooled one two five single, and it will produce twelve point seven brake horsepower, which in the one two five market is actually pretty respectable. Yeah. And oh. um, <clears throat> a tubular frame design with a forty eight mil upside down forks and a preload adjustable monoshock. So um, it's seven and 17 inch wheels with a 100 by 80 and a 140 by 70, which means you should have decent enough grip and not break the bank should you want to replace them. Um, so stopping those wheels are a single disc at 276 mils in the front and a 220 mil disc on the rear. Uh, so pretty decent, you know, 125 in terms of... 12.7 uh, you know, uh, brake horsepower, you know what I mean? Is, mm -hmm. There's no many... Obviously I'd need to double check... But I, I don't recall many being above that in terms no. of brake horsepower. I think the, the, the two Yamis, the MT and then the R125, set up at the 15 mark. And I think the um, KTMs set up again around the 14 point something or 15 brake horsepower, which is the maximum you can get on a 125. Um, yeah. The, the Mutt so, Mungro's only 12 brake horsepower. So, yeah, you know, I think like, the, the Honda CBF. Again, yeah. down about eleven and a half. I All don't right. know. I don't know what the CBR or the CB one two five are. I'm forgetting they're changing the name. It. I don't know what that sits at. But again, I'd be surprised if it's if it's above twelve point seven. It'll be just. I don't think it's up in the fifteen. So I don't think there's many above it. Quite, no, no, yeah, quite yeah, decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the wee Honda CBF one two five, which again is a nice little level. We you know one two five in it. It's just kind of stoning about. Um, pretty Aye. decent. Um, if you can get one in the country, that is, of course. Uh, again, I think there'll be a lot of people kind of kind of disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Very disappointed. Uh, let's have a wee look. Maximum power output. Uh, nope, that's not what I'm looking for. Where is it? Um, it's only ten newton meters of torque. So, um, 
Yeah. I'm over the turkeys thinking they're To be honest, they're not telling you on the website easily what the break hospital is, which just lets you know how low it's probably going to be, to be honest, you know what I mean? So I again I I'd be I'd be I'd be guessing about twelve and a half. I would think about that, yeah. So yeah. There we go. Nice. Yep. So um that is the uh Cinus GPX one two five. Um, it's a nice alternative to bigger brands. It's a great bike. It's a great bike if you want a wee sport bike look on a budget. I saw a guy yesterday in a wee sport bike one two five. We were driving and he kind of did a wee did a wee kind of whip, whipped a Huey as my friend would say. Whipped a Huey. Whipped a Huey. So and you know did a wee U turn and, and just for translation it. purposes, that means performing a U turn. Yes, and uh, and then scooted through way on, and it and it looked great, but obviously it was a one two five, so it, it went as it as it but it was fine and it, it was uh, fantastic, and um, if we're talking about in the city and all that, it, the bike comes with LED lights with DRL strips. It's got an LCD screen, um, and what some are saying is a very GP styled tachometer. Um, so uh, and all the others usual you would expect on a bike these days, even a one two five or you'll be, you know. Um, and yes, indication and, uh, things and all that, yeah. Indicators, horn, mirrors, oh, steering wheel. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was going to say steering wheel, like, never steering wheel. I, I think it's, you know, what gear you're in and all that kind of stuff. Sure, that, you know. um, coming in at 3299 with a two-year warranty, um, it's definitely cheaper than some of its rivals. And obviously, if you're if you're doing your CBT and you're picking up a 125, you, you're going to want to pass your test within two years. So the two-year warranty is actually quite a nice, a nice um, kind of... And so you can add addition to it in that sense. You know, you know it's going to be covered for the whole time. You've got it if you're buying it new. So uh, as, an, as a nice wee alternative, do you know what I mean? If you don't want to spend like the four and a half grand for an R125 or a or yeah. a, a KTM one two five RC or whatever it is, do you know what I mean? It's definitely a it's definitely a cheaper alternative. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think this will definitely attract the kind of going to say the yeah, young, I mean, younger riders. Yeah, the Honda, the Hondas, for instance, we were talking about being that go. That's that's two eight four nine, um, but it doesn't look for the like for the CBF. Like yeah, for the CBF, by the CBF. Uh, it just looks like a wee one two five that you learn on. Look, you know the, the this one's got a lovely wee look to it. It's got a lovely wee look to it. And it's good. Aye. Aye, it's nice though. I, I, I'm yeah. quite, uh, I'm quite impressed with that. I don't know about the obviously the one that we've got the the screenshot for is black and a kind of. Turquoise blue in it. Aye, it's a kind of turquoise blue, which I don't. I'm not a fan of turquoise blue. If that had been yellow, that'd have been really nice. By the way, or red. Red, as we say, red. red. Aye, um, or even a bit of silver, but you know, it's not. Aye, um, red to match the caliper because the caliper front caliper red as well. So, it's definitely worth a look. If you a few extra hundred quid, you've got yourself a lovely looking wee bike that doesn't make you just look just look like a learner. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Very good. Very no. good. What have we got next, Dan? Uh, Mental Health Motorbike, or MHM. So Mental Health Motorbike is a charity that focused on growing the well-being of people in the biking community and ultimately try to cut down the number of suicides within the biking community, um, especially here in the UK. Um, Mental Health Motorbike, or MHM, work on promoting the well-being benefits of biking, um, providing a support network for bikers by other bikers and improving the overall well-being of the community. Um, now they are working on expanding their current support network by training 
what they call a thousand mental health first aiders. So these are a these extra thousand people um, will add to the the hundred sixteen they've currently got trained. So it's quite a substantial. You know, oh, that's a big uplift, isn't it? Uplift in numbers. Now, the training is not there to make you a therapist, and it's not there to make you a counsellor. Um, it's about gaining, gaining extra, gaining, gaining. Um, it's about gaining extra skills that make you more in tune and more aware of mental health and how to deal with people that are facing a mental health crisis. Um, obviously, with COVID and lockdowns, there will be more people mm -hmm. who either have or are struggling. And this is a great way to help try to break down that stigma and yeah. say to people, do you know what I mean? It's, you can talk to me. It's fine to talk to me. I'm here. I'll listen. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you're interested in training, head over to their site, which is mhmotorbike.com. Um, if you are struggling and need someone to talk to, then I urge you to reach out to MHN the Samaritans, your GP, family, friends, whoever it may be. Mental yep. health is yep. not to be ignored. And taking that first step definitely is, is the first step to feeling, I don't want to say better, but definitely feeling a bit better about it. Yeah, um, it's, 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 you, 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 we hear it all the time, but it is so true. It's, it's okay to not be okay. And totally. Do you know what I mean? No, there's, a, there's, a, there's a meme down the rounds now, and it's a swear jar. And rather than say F U C K on it, it's just got F star star star, and it and the slogan kind of says it's okay not to be fine, and f yeah. you mean and they're obviously implying that every time someone says oh, I'm fine, you should put a pound in the or a, a, you mean, a yeah, dollar fine. or whatever in the jar because we are getting too used to saying it. I know personally from my own experience, definitely being it in the bike just so helps to clear ahead. It oh. just it just clears the mind. It just makes you because you're concentrating on everything else. You don't have that, and having the wind in your face and stuff like that. It's just it's it's really really therapeutic. Um, so the fact that they're the guys at MHM are actually honing in on this, um, and and helping bolster that, um, is just yeah. I, I just it felt too good a thing not to not to mention. Um, so yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, um, and yeah, um, uh, I think a lot of people. We, we were chatting to we chatted to a few people recently about this. I think, guys, haven't we? But just about just the fact that you need that time um, to yourself, but you need to share as well. So please, Aye. if if you need somebody to talk to, then get get on to the to these organisations. Absolutely, um, they're there for you, and we'll be there for you. You know, if you need it, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Um, okay, next we have the Harley Davidson Further and Faster event, or well, last month wasn't it? Month and a half it was, I. Yeah. So, with their new tagline of Further Faster, Harley Davidson have introduced a new set of powerful Milwaukee 8 bikes and four 2022 CVO models. Um, CVO, for those that don't know it, stands for Custom Vehicle Operations. Ooh. There you go, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, And it's a family of models created by Harley-Davidson for the factory custom market. So um, if you hear this CVO getting bandied around and you don't know what it means, now you do. There you Aye. go. It's just the really expensive 
version of a Harley. Aye, basically, basically, it <laughs> costs you a fortune. CVO, um, <coughs> custom vehicle operations, or cash um, for a vehicle of 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 obscure value, something like that. And I couldn't even <laughs> anything. Thing off a cuff there. Don't so, get me wrong, though. Some of them have got really nice paint jobs and upgrades. Oh, and, absolutely. You know I mean? There's some really nice. You know I mean, I was looking at one today actually, and it was just it's absolutely stunning, stunning paint job. Um, it's, but there you go. Yeah. So that's the there we go. So CVO. So basically, you see CVO and you just think that's going to cost a fortune. So um, Harley have been inspired. Um, well, it's because a wee bit more than the standard model. Man. Um, they have been inspired by the race division and championship winning season in the King of the Baggers. But also they've taken notice of the growing trend of owners customising their bagger bikes and tuning them up in order to go either racing or blasting around the winding roads. Because obviously, you know, for for many, many years, you didn't really associate Harley Davidson with going around corners. So. No. Um, and I'm no, I'm doing no disservice to Harley Davidson. They're the, I think they're the first people to tell you that. So, absolutely. Um, so the the ST is the start. So they've got a number of ST models, um, uh, and they are producing this performance focused bike. So they're boosting the power, they're removing a pillion seat, uh, and increasing the lean angle. Um, and all these are like the first steps towards this goal of this further and faster kind of um, kind of concept with some of these uh, CVO bikes. The new ST range includes a Street Glide ST, a Road Glide ST, and a Low Rider ST. And all three come with a 117 cubic inch Milwaukee 8 and a heavy breather as standard. And that's not just some wee person. Nah, and that's not some guy on the back going, <laughs> because there's no pulling seat. So you... But actually, if you, don't, if you don't know the, understand the kind of relationship between you know, air filters and pipes and, and engines and all that kind of stuff. There's a great wee video that Harley put out live. I don't know if yeah, if you picked up and did you see it then? I was just discussing about what a stage one is. Yes. As opposed to standard pipes and how you have to change X and Y in order for Z to be to be really effective. Right. You know what I mean? And then you need to change the engine, like the computer mapping on it. Yeah, so that, that it's stuff, the right yeah. amount of air versus the right amount of fuel and stuff like that. So no. and, and to be honest, I, I didn't I didn't know that level of detail before I watched that wee video. It was an, an a, a great wee, um, a great wee bit of video there um, from the guys at West Coast Harley. So if you if you've kind of heard all these kind of things bandied around, but you've never really kind of really got the relationship between them all, you know, go into the West Coast Harley Facebook page and have a wee look at them. The guys, the guys that explain it really well. And obviously, it's for any kind of bike. It doesn't you know that they, they're talking about Harleys, obviously, but for any kind of bike that you're you're upgrading um, and you wonder why when you. Put on a new exhaust. You've then got to get X, Y, and Z done to as well to make it to make it work properly. Um, both glides, so both the both the street glide and the road glide, and I mean pretty much the same as the twenty twenty one versions, but they get the power and torque increase that you would expect from an engine jump. The low rider ST, however, has a bit more going, and it's a, I really like it. I really liked it when I saw it in the in the event. The low rider um, S was already quite sporty and handled well for a more traditional Harley twin, and felt more like the sportster's big brother. Maybe that's why I like it because it's I'll get the wee brother. But Aye. now, well, kind of. But you know, well. what I mean? now with the one one seven engine, it's gained extra. It also has a new increased length of um, your shock, which bumps up the rear end of the bike and gives you more lean angle in the turns. A whole new fairing has been added to the bike, giving it better airflow and protecting the rider more than the S model. 
It's a lovely looking back, it really is. Inspired by the 1983 FXRT, the little fairing really does give the bike a look similar to one of the glides. So even to the point where you can buy, as an option, a sound system for it. So you can pop the speakers in and have it black. It should be cool. So that's the faster. But what about the further? Well, they've also now added detachable panniers to help you tour a little bit. Um, they, they're easily taken off for when you want twisty road blasts, but they, they sit there nice for touring. Um, currently, they're old, the low, mm, currently, the low rider starts at 17795 and the new ST will, will come in at only 18395 So it's not, it's not a massive jump, really. It's, what, 600 quid of a jump? Aye, they're a bit. So, um, um, fact, the road, it's 600 quid exactly. Yes, no yes. The road glide and the street glide ST will start from 27,295, um, and the new CVOs will start at, and this is why CVOs means ka-ching, yes. will start at £36,195. Yes, £36,195, ladies and gentlemen. But for that, you're getting something a bit, something super special. Yes. Um, we will try and get a couple of hands on a couple of these when they arrive. I really would like to take out the Lowrider ST. Um, well, the, 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 no, yeah, it's the lowrider ST that they don't have because that's the one that Harley went. Uh, we'll not make right, too many yeah. of these. The street glide they've got, haven't they? They've got the street glide and they've got the road glide. Right. So, so um, I was having a look. I was, I was having a look today actually to try and see if I could see them, but I couldn't see them. So I don't know if somebody was already out on them or whatever. But um, aye, if. Um, but the the lowrider ST is the one that I fancied the the look of, um, because again I think it's going to I think it's going to handle like an absolute dream. Um, uh, and I do like that fairing. Uh, uh, the fairing uh, uh, is is brilliant. I love I love the fairing because, um, and you we, we we talk about it a bit more in the big question. Yes, but the and stuff like that. So we'll not spoil the fun by going over it again. No, no, no. no point. But. It is, it's definitely got a kind of <clears throat> retro quality that, that, that just makes it, again, like a, like a motorcycle, but like bike should look for those that don't know about motorbikes. Yeah. So um, I think from that point of view. So, uh, um, but uh, I think it's also kind of to, to, to mention that, yeah, we've mentioned a couple of Harleys and stuff like that just now, and we're talking to the guys on Harley Davidson, but, in the, but we, we, we are planning to get in. To see other bikes, you know, we do seem to see a bit of a Harley centric theme. At the Aye, I, I think there's, no. just, there's that um, much going on at the minute, and then obviously us buying yeah. us buying Harleys has not helped that. Um, yeah. But yes, we're trying to. Um, all fingers crossed, we'll be having a word with um, our local Ducati dealer um, yes. and getting in and having a chat to those guys and seeing just yeah. what we can do with those guys. Um, and then obviously, um, there's new dealerships coming up. Then. Yes. Opening soon that we'll, we'll hear all about, yes. um, and and then we've got the Kawasaki guys, uh, maybe some Suzuki stuff and things. We're going to get in touch with the guys and yep. and, and, and Royal Enfield, Royal Enfield, yes, because Royal Enfield's just moved over to the same park where you kind know, of Ducati and Triumph. And yeah, so they have. Um, so. Maybe they'll give us a wee Himalayan. A wee Himalayan. It's the it's the it's the the Interceptor GT. I'd love a go. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh, but then you know I mean you're quite kind of out a bit. So whether my um, aging, COVID-ridden body would handle mm-hmm. it, um, who only knows. But I do like the look of it. Matter of fact, yeah. I saw a guy out today in one, and he had the the chrome, the mirror tank on it, and it's just like it screams. Is- it screams of old, old, olden day Norton. It's just absolutely um, stunning. 
it is a it is a yeah, we've talked about it before, it is a cracking cracking looking kind of bike, isn't it? You know? Aye. Aye, it was um it was very nice. Very nice. Very nice. But yes, there'll be other stuff. There will be other stuff coming up. Um, we've just had a bit of a fill of Harleys at the minute, so um, not that that's a bad thing. Uh, at least we can give you the lowdown um, and exactly what they're like. And that was the news. I'm not going to hit the button. Because no. it's, it, no, it's, it's, now, see, it's now time for the, it's no new time for the news. We've just literally done the news. So there's no time for the news because the news is just done. Instead, guess what it is time for? The big question. It's the big question. And the big question this week is, do you know what buckle vision is? Do you? Do I know what buckle vision is? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought we were going to kind of cut here and, <laughs> and, then, and then cut in the cut in the thing. You know well, I mean? no, I think just to set the scene, um, and then we'll, we can set the the, the recorded. But um, but yeah, on, on, obviously on the show we're making no secret that we that we do have a good relationship with the guys at, at, over at West Coast Harley. Do, um, yes. And yesterday we did go over and we did have a chat to the guys, um, particularly the Buckle Vision. Guys who are, are Derek and Bruce, but also we were we were gifted. Um, yes, uh, Dave, who is the managing director over there as well, who came out and had a bit of a chat with us as well. So um, this is uh, the interview from last night. Enjoy. And 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 the beautiful surroundings of a West Coast Harley Davidson. Exactly. And so free Kit Kats. Yeah, free kick ass, and not only is it an interview, it's on location. Mm. On location. On location. Enjoy, folks. Enjoy, Enjoy, folks. So, here we are on location at our friends of the show, West Coast Harley Davidson. Uh, today, we are here for a quick chat uh, with the newest social media sensation, West Coast Harley Buckle Vision. If you haven't watched them yet, then you need to check them out. Friday afternoon, live on Facebook. It is hysterical. We have a few questions to fire at the guys. We'll learn a little bit more about uh, what's coming up this year uh, at West Coast Harley. So, without further ado, can I introduce Derek Muir, Head of Sales, Bruce White, Senior Sales, and Dave Hackshaw, Managing Director of West Coast Harley. Afternoon, gents. Good afternoon. Hi there, guys. Good afternoon. And how are we doing, chaps? All right. Oh, we're tickety boo. Tickety boo. Excellent. What buckle have you got on today? Oh, buckleless. It's Thursday. Oh. I try to restrain myself because Friday is such a big thing. I really need to uh, restrain myself on a Thursday to build up to the whole, the whole buckle thing. But tomorrow's buckle. It's a donated buckle. Oh. See, we like the donated buckles when they come in because that always gives you an insight to who sent it in. Not so much you wearing it, but who's actually sent it in? Who wore it before? Who wore it before? <laughs> and what was going through their head when they actually purchased it? Yeah. That's the bit that frightens me more than anything else. It's all about recycling. It's all about <laughs> recycling. <laughs> so, so, um, so, thank you very much for coming on to the show, uh, chaps. It's, um, it's good to have you. We've usually got three questions that we always ask all our guests when we come on to the Average Bikers in a Cave podcast. So, if you don't mind fanning away with them, nice and straightforward, nothing to do with buckles. Yeah, you know, so um, first question we'd like to know is, what bike, if any, 
are you currently riding at the moment? So, uh, I'll go first, Derek. Uh, I'm riding a street glide that I've just bought. Uh, so yeah, like it. brought my bike in for a service. Seen one in the showroom, bought it. <laughs> and we will have that one. Yeah, uh, I had to make sure the deal was, deal was okay by Davis. He called it. If you don't do your own deal, it's not mark your own homework. That that is a problem when you come in here. You go, oh, I like it. I'll have it. That is, uh, well, we can testify. Uh, we can testify to that. Uh, Dave, uh, I'm just gonna get getting a new one. Uh, I've got a, a CVO Street Glide. Twenty-one bike that we've got. That's that lovely white and black one that's downstairs in the graphite grey. It's beautiful. Um, so uh, we're doing a few bits and bobs to it. So I'm looking forward to getting that out once the uh, the sun starts shining. So hopefully in March, right? That's the deal. That's the deal. Oh, tomorrow, I think. Anyway, it's supposed to be nice tomorrow. So. It is yeah. all weekend apparently yeah. as well. Yeah. And miss, not last but not least, Bruce. Well, um, at the moment I don't have a bike. Um, I don't get paid enough. These guys get all the big money, and um, I'm just scraping about. But in, in all honesty, I sold the Harley Davidson that I had back in September. I had a, a really lovely FX DXI. It was a Dyna Superglide Sport. It wasn't very many of them made, and this one was uh, was a bit customised. But um, I sold it, and um, my darling, darling wife, if you're listening, darling wife. Uh, uh, She's name on your left, you know that. She's name on your left. She, uh, she can uh, give me a wee chunk of money to go and, and, and buy something and uh, I went, I'll, still with a petrol head on, but a little bit left field, I went and bought myself a Mercedes SLK. Three oh. and a half litre V6. And we should make it clear, it's probably one of the perks of working at a dealership that you could pretty much just lift a bike and take it away. well not lift it and take it away you mean yeah. but you mean demo bikes and all yeah. that kind of stuff you can you can we do get the benefit of that it's great to be able to jump on a whole variety of bikes and i guess that's something that we we need to do in order to be able to explain accurately and fully to our customers what they're going to expect from a bike so, so there you go this, uh, this monday we're doing a tire scrubber run as i've named it uh on monday morning because you know we're shot on a monday Yes, so uh, yes. I've said, does anybody want to come to the tyres cover run, which is all the new demo fleets just available. So before we give it to customers, we've got to try them. Well, you know, so of course, absolutely. Yeah. It's a hard job, but somebody's yeah. got to do yeah. it. And it's one of those ones, you would, you feel a bit more confident buying a bike of somebody that's actually ridden it, do you know what I mean? Totally. As opposed to going into a Ferrari garage and going, I'll have one of those, please. And you just know the little spotty kid behind the counter's not actually drove it because they kind of get insured for it. There you go. Next question. Yeah. What would your dream bike be? There you go. Old, new. So it could be a bike from, you know, it could be like. And it can be known Harley. We <coughs> won't judge. Yeah, we won't judge. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm going to go in here on this because <laughs> when I was a, a young, spotty faced teenager myself, I just a had. Years ago, uh, indeed. Yeah. Just yesterday. Um, I had a couple of photographs that were pinned to the wall next to my bed. Um, one of them was can Olivia Newton John. I love you, John. Couple of years ago, by the way. I love you, John. Susie Quattro. <laughs> and a Laverda 180 Jota in, in red. And that was, and still is to a degree, my dream bike. Absolutely beautiful piece of Italian exotica. Exotica. That's and a good word. Olivia <laughs> Newton John wasn't he Italian? We're actress. We're talking Parker. I can I can up your poster. Uh, <laughs> Debbie Harry on yep. a Van Veen. 
Oh. Rotary engine. Rotary and engine. Van Wow. So, green and black. Green and black. Right. It, was, it was a bottle green. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, um, my Remember, this is a family show. That's all right. We'll, we'll bypass that. Green on, but it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of it. And it was a teenage dream. Um, uh, my other teenage dream for a motorcycle is an RC30 Honda. There you go. Well. Mine, a quick story, when I was growing up, was an old woman stayed across the road, Mrs. French, lovely old lady, had a grandson, and I was only an early, early six, seven, eight-year-old, was visited every Friday by a grandson by a Norton Commando, is what is just, oh. to this day, if I had the money, I'd go and buy it. I just couldn't, I just stood and watched it, waiting on him coming out to kickstart it, and I just stood, and he just seen me, and he just was, do you want to see it starting, son? Aye. <laughs> Aye, just don't take it and get fixed at the minute with Norton. Do you know what I mean? You just never know. Yeah, absolutely. Aye. Oh, that's a, it's quite that's, a that's, that's quite a wide collection of pin-up girls. You know what I mean? Forget the bikes. That's <laughs> a wide <laughs> collection. Of pin-up. Can I just say, Mrs. French was in my pin-up girl. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that now. We're no editing that out. That's staying in. We're no editing that out. Just out of curiosity, who was the pin-up girl then? If it wasn't the Mrs. French. I'm trying to think uh, the one. Who was the one that done that? Uh, what was it? Uh, God, what was the port there? Um, oh, I can't remember. Penelope Keith. Weird science. Who was the actress in Weird oh, Science? Um, uh, Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. In the day. I will gear that. Aye, no, no, but aye, aye, in the day. Aye. Aye. Like Kelly, if you're listening, the day, I'm not They said teenage Derek. No middle age. <laughs> can't get that far back. It's Victorian. In fairness, right? If I watch Weird Science to this day, I still go, hi. Final moment, final moment. And our final introductory question before we get into all the kind of uh, exciting Halley information and all that is your dream trip or road that you would like to go on or have been on? So, um, Austria, um, the Timmelschoch. Um, fantastic uh, a, a road, nice and twisty, uh, and leading its way down into Italy, uh, into uh, one of the glass-making uh, uh, towns in, in northern Italy as well. So, a bit, a bit of Austrian um, Wehrmacht, and then, then you go down into the uh, uh, Italian uh, uh, stuff. It was, uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, fantastic uh, um, little museums uh, up on the top of the, the mountain as well, which unfortunately um, had a had a bit of a fire. Um, that would have been um, about halfway through last year, but they have managed to recover it and recover the uh, the motorcycles as well. So, hi. Uh, um, brilliant uh, part of the world and uh, fantastic motorcycling country. Is that one of those countries though that you need your your um, Jekyll and Hyde exhausts for Austria, where you get be, or is it just certain places in Austria? I'm sure I'd watched a video once and it was someone going through and you couldn't go through if you were like, over ninety odd decibels on a Saturday and on a Sunday it was just completely closed to motorbikes. I'm sure that was in Austria. If not, it was Switzerland, but it was one of those. Sounds more kind of Switzerland. Sounds Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland. Let's not insult the Swiss and move on quickly. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, Switzerland's an amazing country. I love it, but yeah, it does sound a bit more like they just like the rules, don't they? You know? True. Can never rule. Yeah. Who's next? Yes. Uh, so back in 2017, I rode from uh, Los Angeles to Orlando, and uh, wow. uh, what I'd like to do <clears throat> is do it back the other way. That wasn't the Route 66 thing. That was a, a, a tour that we did just me and my mate. Um, and our partners at the time, and 
uh, it was amazing. So we did Arizona right the way down to the Gulf of Mexico and then ran, ran the Gulf of Mexico and finished up going through northern Florida and down, finished up there. It took us 10 days to do it. So what I'd like to do is do it the other way. Go from Florida back to uh, learning all the finding all the bits that we found because it was it was it wasn't interstates really we were on it was just back roads um, and there's some amazing places in places like Tall- um, Tallahassee in, Louis- in Louisiana places it's just off the road off the beaten track stuff um, Cajun food and love to explore Arizona a bit more and a bit more in New Mexico and, yeah. and all that stuff be fantastic so that'd be my Tallahassee surely had a bridge there. No, yes, there's not a song, isn't there? That's a song, huh? Who got thrown yeah. off the Tallahassee Bridge? <laughs> 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 yeah. Billy Joe, yeah. Billy Joe McGovern, or something like that. It was, yeah, that's right. Jumped yeah. Off. Yeah. Four hours time. Jumped off. Bet it did not turn out that she was broke. Who didn't get thrown off the Tallahassee Bridge? Thank goodness. Although that's that's actually good going. We think you mean early if Orlando. And taking in all that scenery in 10 days is actually no, that's pretty good we going. Had, we had a couple of um, 500, the biggest day we did was 580 miles, which is uh, a well, fair old stunt, to be fair. Um, but uh, we we're on ultras and it was, uh, it was fantastic. Oh, it was it was nice. Easy, yeah, easy on the big ultra. Amazing trip, so no pressure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 74 in the roadworks <laughs> <laughs> and, and they weird bumps in the middle of it I've, I've done most of the roads in Scotland and uh, I think you know, me and my mates have rid me for a number of years I've said we've always fancied going to Prague I know that's not as exotic as these guys but you know I like to do wee, chet, uh, wee uh, bumps at a time so the Prague is, is the next one for me uh, so hopefully go to the Prague uh, Harley event within this year or next year so that's nice to listen. Then we can see how do it. Yeah. Ah, and it's one of the ones we've talked about this. It's, you mean ourselves, and we always find it difficult to pick one because yeah. there's the whole Route 66 thing, which is the whole kind of American dream going do that. But then there's so many other roads that I'd love to do the Arctic Circle mm. because you see the guys driving up and doing the air and stuff like that. But see, to be honest, see a couple of hours on the 82. I'm happy as a pig in proverbial. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just it's just a great wee road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Green Welly, cup of tea. Back again. I'd, so, I mean, I'd love to go through Death Valley in a bike. I've done it in a car, and uh, right. and it's just you know through a heat wave, which was brilliant. You know, I think the car registered 135 degrees Fahrenheit at one point. So maybe not, maybe not on the bike on those days, but actually yeah. to go through Death Valley is just incredible, and to do it on the bike would just be. I just pick pick the right <coughs> time of year. Yeah, pick the right, right time of year. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's you, you're indoctored to the you've had your average <laughs> bikers questions. Oh, no man's land. Which should be the easy ones. That should be the, the no, that should be the hard ones to be fair. because um, these ones are all a bit more about you mean news guys and what are down at West Coast. Um quick question, how long have you been in the automotive industry? You might go collectively just so folk don't guess your ages. No, it's great. I, mean, I, so I was in the I was in the car industry for thirty five years, uh, and I've been in the bike industry since August the fifth at nine o'clock in the morning last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but sometimes <laughs> it's good to come in and be able to see the uh, see the forest or the trees. Aye, it's, uh, it's been one of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had in my life. I've got to be honest with you, uh, and been a brand that I've always been really, really keen on. So, you know, so a long, long time. Uh, I've been in and out of the motor industry. I started off as an apprentice, God, back in 1979, and uh, I went into the IT industry after that. And then, oh, what did you do that for? Uh, oh, that, that was a mistake. mistake. <laughs> I worked for IBM for nine years, but they'd come out of that and then went back into the automotive industry um, in '97. 
uh, started with Harley in running Stadium Harley Davidson in '99, and I've been with Harley ever since. So I worked, started working for the motor company. I worked for them for 20 years. Um, I got my rivet. If you work for the motor company for 20 years, you get a, a, the, the museum. They got like a, a wall of shame, if you like, <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's uh, and for all the 20 year guys have got a, a steel rivet on the wall with your name on it, which is quite cool. Quite that's cool. quite cool. So and I've been here since May last year. And you've been here a while. Well, <laughs> so all my automotive industry has been with West Coast Harley Davidson. So um, I think this is me in my uh, in my tenth year, um, and it's all been spent with West Coast Harley. I think you should get a rivet. <laughs> Just change. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I never put. Maybe what about a buckle? Oh, I think go. And a tenth anniversary buckle. There you go. A good show. A ten ten year yeah. buckle. A ten, a ten year, year buckle. buckle. There you go. That's an exclusive. Is it actually, the tenth anniversary this year. Uh, no, uh, th- this is the tenth year. So by at the end of uh, of this year. I'll have worked the full 10 years. Right, just we about. should get a 10 year service. Like buckle. <laughs> buckle. Buckle. Yeah, buckle. With rivets on it. Rivets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to match his new bike that he's getting for nothing. I'm just, you know what I mean? Don't ask, you don't get. Aye, don't ask, you don't get. Aye, don't ask, you don't get. Sending in a new place after 10 years, you get one extra day's holiday every year, which is just the, you know what I mean? Um, talking about buckles and buckle vision. How did that come about? How did where did that come from? It was a mistake. <laughs> oh, was that a genuine mistake? Uh, we were organising. Uh, I think it was a Halloween thing, and uh, we were doing. We started a bike a week, uh, just to keep people going and getting the the, 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 the the YouTube stuff and that out there. And he was doing. Bruce was going. No, he's a wee bit of a thespian. So he was doing this sort of uh, pilot <laughs> act, and I was doing a stop check and so I walked by and says, "What's he up to?" And by just pure chance, I walked across and I seen that the corner was filming, so I thought, well, I better join in because it was live. <laughs> and it just, you know, we watched how many views we got and me and Bruce had a chat about it. I said, that was quite good. I said, but it was funny. I said, let's put some humour in this. I made a wee thing. I said, look, we never rehearse anything. Nothing's rehearsed at all. It's all off the cuff. I'm and sure just, some people recognise that. <laughs> Sometimes that's where the gold happens. That's where the magic <laughs> is. Absolutely, yeah. I have been warned by my daughter though that uh, to stop, stop being cruel to that be man, Dad. You know? <laughs> it's okay. I've got. I'm building up things to to get my own back. <laughs> Aye. Now you know you've got a buckle or whatever and a free bike coming. So you know what I mean, just take 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 it on, take it on, take it on. Quite interesting. I was down. I've done. My daughter stays in Newcastle. I was down seeing her at the weekend, and my wife was chatting about it. And her fiance uh, works with RAC, and she was starting. She mentioned buckle vision. She says, "Don't mention that buckle vision." He says, as soon as he comes in, the first thing he does is kicks his boot, boots up. Says, "Your dad on the telly yet?" <laughs> so I've got this iPad that they're now streaming buckle vision onto this huge television on the wall. <coughs> it's glued to it. And she's, what do you see? She's, I just love the bikes. I just love the bikes. I don't listen to your dad. I just like the bikes. <laughs> so, I know it's uh, the, the the places actually now where we're being recognised. I, I was uh, standing outside Scotsland Stadium before a Glasgow Warriors rugby game, and uh, this person who I've never met in my life just walked past, pointed at me, and went. Buckle vision. <laughs> I've had uh, somebody walked up to me about two weeks ago in a restaurant and went. You're a guy off a buckle vision. That's quite. That, that is quite surreal. No, the scariest thing was when some guy 
in a place that I'd hardly ever been before and I'd never met this guy ever before, just lifted his jacket and his shirt up and flashed his buckle at me. Sorry, sorry, I, I was genuinely <laughs> panicking where that was going there. That was the gents' toilets. Bad George my collection going on there. There's only the gents' toilets in the park, don't worry about it. <laughs> With his new love honey bag. Again, we'll no broadcast that bit. Um, currently with Harley's obviously got some new and exciting bikes we've seen that in the last couple of years there's been some new stuff getting added to Pan America Sports S obviously the new STs are coming um, well they're here um, what's your favourite bike in the range at the minute ooh I think um, I think the Pan America because it's so different um, it reaches out to a different kind of customer think it puts Harley in a different place as far as uh, the brand's concerned particularly in Europe um, I don't want to sound too corporate about it but that's the kind of that's that was the intent of it um, and, uh, and I think from a, a surprise has been the impact of Pan America in the US because uh, the if you want to just as a comparison where you have like the cruiser Grand American touring thing going on in, in the UK for example and so Europe if you and Adventure, adventure touring in Europe is massive. If you flip it on its head, it's exactly that in, in the US. So, so the GS world of you know the, the Charlie Borman's and Ewan McGregor type of thing didn't hit that. They all think they're a bit weird. Much the same way, it's kind of people who ride cruises in this country. Your normal sports bike ride things, nah, they're a bit weird. So it's it really has it's transformed that um, that kind of two wheel. It's made that it's made Pan America's made um, uh, Harley Davidson more more. Acceptable is probably the wrong word, but to a younger generation in the US. And I think what it's done here is that it's turned, it's it's allowed other people to experience the brand in their own way, not on a Grand American tourer, not on a cruiser, <coughs> but in an adventure yeah. touring bike that they think, okay, I understand that, and it's it's a fantastic bike. I think I think the Pan America has shocked a lot of people because I don't think they realised just how good it was going to be, and yeah, albeit you mean. You see people obviously saying, "Yeah, but there's a couple of wee things we don't like, and it's it's different on the GS, or it's different on an Africa Twin, or whatever." You're thinking, "But those guys have been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. This is yeah, this is Harley's first go, and they're 95 percent of the way there. That's yeah. quite frightening as to what's going to come." Do you it, know what it, I mean? It's when, you, it's when your typical kind of adventure bike rider has so little to criticise about, and they're criticising such mm. small things that actually make it a Harley. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And I, you know, because you know my love for the Kawasaki Versus, right? You do. Yes. You know, yes. I love that bike. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, and one of the guys that I know, one of the guys I know rides it. You know, and, and he, he kept trying to pick at things about the Pan American when it first came out. I was going, "That's that's a Harley thing. It's not a, it's not. Um, you know, it doesn't doesn't. It's not a Kawasaki. It's not a, a Triumph. You know, so." What are you packing at it for? And it's not that for me. Because they think you're weird because you've got Harley. Cause yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And you I mean, <coughs> you guys will know, and obviously our listeners will only, but might as well crack this egg open right now. Um, I've actually bought one, so right. I've traded up. Um, and Unless you want to do that again, because if we do your check in, you might have, you might have mentioned Well, I'll just cut that bit out. It's, it's fine. fine. You know what I mean? It's just, you know what I mean? Would you make no bones that this is pre recorded before we did oh, the fine. other crap bit? Um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. And that's the thing that it gives me all the fun that I know I could have on a, that I've had on an adventure bike in the past. Mm. I can tour on it, which I can do on my current bike. But not only that, it then gets me back in the door to the Harley world, so I'm then in the community again. Because that was the biggest thing I noticed 
leaving Harley and moving to a different brand is that that community. Uh, you just don't get that, I don't think, in any other bike, um, in, with any other manufacturer. I don't think could be proved wrong. But however, we'll come on to that because you guys have got to write something about that as well. Um, Bruce, favourite bike in the current range? So the one that it's exciting me the most has got to be the Lowrider ST. Um, I love that kind of club style that it, it's it's trying to give off there. Um, it's a beautiful looking bike. Um, not seen one in the flesh as yet, but I'm hoping that that's going to be uh, 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 sorted out fairly soon. Um, beautiful looking bike. L- love the uh, the protection it's going to get from that bat wing fairing and that uh, 117 motor. Yeah, that's got to be a beauty. And the Lowrider S, when it first came out, people were raving about just how well that bike handled. Mm. So, with the little tweaks that they're doing, the ST, yeah. taking on that whole king of the bag of inspiration uh, and all that kind of stuff. more ground clearance on there yes. so we can get it uh, cranked get it. over a little bit more around the bends. Um, don't nice give him that with fresh tyres on it. Please don't uh, give him that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, I, I love to get my hands on one of them right now and give it a nice uh, run up the, the, the side of Loch Lomond and maybe... Uh, over a Duke's Pass, that would be a that would be great. That's a great road, isn't That's it? That's the one I want to come back to. That's the one I want to come back. Just once he's test road, I want to come back and say, "How did you find it?" If he's got that stupid grin, on, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Then I'll know it's actually a winner. Uh, Derek, uh, I've just bought a new street line, so I'm wrong to say it isn't a street line, but it is, it's uh, probably the new Road King special in black uh that we put you know just put the demo on so i've fitted headers to it 450 torque or big bores downloaded it and got it. i think well that bike will need a wee test guess who's going to test that one <laughs> and the tire scubber <laughs> <laughs> so uh, probably road king classic does everything i've got a fat boy as well and i i, I love the fat boy when they never never sell it but if i was ever going to sell it and replace it i'd probably replace it with a road king uh looks just amazing it's proper harley I've never always been a Harley rider. I'm only, I'm only new to Harley for the last 12 years or so. Before that, I was always into everything. Everything. Everything and anything. Anything that would go fast. It's quite a weird how everyone's got their own little, you mean? Yes. What is that? Aye. It's, uh, the, the Road King's an interesting one, you mean? Because I think it's one that I think people easily miss but yeah when you see one in the flesh it's definitely a it's like, it's it makes like a state as to me it's like you don't realize that's proper what harley I, 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 do you know what i mean it's the harley that people who don't know harley think a harley is aye does that make sense aye, yeah aye. and then they come in and they only see a pan-american go what aye, <laughs> aye. Uh, 22 uh, 2022 season literally just run the door um so let's chat about some stuff that's coming up here in West Coast for 2022. Um, we have obviously just talked about the fact that there's whole new bikes in the range um, from the last kind of couple of years and then obviously this year. Um, the demo fleet, you were obviously putting on a demo fleet for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's in the demo fleet? What are you planning to do with the demo fleet? And how do people actually kind of come in and see it and get a go and speak to you guys about it? Uh, well, what's on demo fleet? We've got one of everything. Uh, and that's one thing. We've, we've got West Coast, uh, from the short period of time that I've been here, one thing that I've, I've really learned quickly that uh, West Coast are good at is making sure the customer gets an experience. Yeah. Um, and the demo is the experience. You know, from coming into West Coast, which is a 
cracking atmosphere and the building is unique. But, you know, I think the staff make it. But if you don't have the tools to do the job, then you can't do the job. So we sell motorcycles and we sell motorbikes and we're, and we're bikers. So to have the right bike on, and this year in particular, we thought, I've just said it about dressing the bikes up, was, you know, when people buy these bikes, they like to try and make a statement with them, you know, and dress them up. So we tried to take a view on it that let's dress them up in what people might consider. So we've got nearly every model on the fleet. Dressed them up with all the Harley accessories you can ever imagine. Yeah, so there's something there for everybody. And how we're we going to promote it? Well, the bikes are now officially on the road. They're all in 22 plates. Uh, but I think when me and you spoke a few weeks ago, uh, we were talking about some of the ideas and some of the how we're going to maybe and you know get people more involved with it because we don't looked at the mileage that the demos had covered last year. And it was okay. It wasn't great. Covid and stuff like that. We thought we'd make sure that we could make it easy for people to book a demo online. You know, so they could come online, yeah. tell us what they want to do, give them a couple of uh, different routes. <clears throat> We've got another one as well, which we're trying to run a, a sort of a, a demo ride out. You, know, you can come in and get a bike here on a Saturday morning, take it away for an hour, and go and experience it yourself, which is fine, and that's something you maybe want to do. But you know, I think the, some of the party of motorcycling, the funny motorcycles, you ride with a mate, or you ride with somebody who's got the same interest. So we were thinking that you know we could maybe do a, a few ride outs every second Friday. You know, as a West Coast experience, and I keep describing it, and it's wrong it says, but you know, so why don't we just jump on? We'll get four or five of us, we'll go on a Friday afternoon, we'll go up to Wee Genie's Tea Room in Inverary, kick some tyres, talk about bikes, and come back, and how's that for an experience? So that's in the melting pot, and we're kicking it off uh, next uh, April the 1st and April the 2nd. We've got 48 slots that we're trying to fill mm. for the full fleet uh, to get out for a couple of days. Just to put bums in the saddles and you know, uh, I think they're getting filled up um, uh, already. We're getting a really really good response to that. Uh, I've spoken to two people today who are telling me that they've already got their names down uh, for it. And And we genie's tea room is going to make an absolute mint. That's my auntie, by the way. Is that? (laughs) No, it's not. That would have been awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a shave for the tea bags. That's your peanut. We genies take names French. Can he tell us that? Did he? <laughs> you got there with a picture of Kelly LeBrock behind you. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to, we didn't want to uh, to stop it there. We want we want to make sure this just goes through the, the season. You know, we've got a, a window here, seven eight months. You know that we can make full use and let customers experience. Dave had had it in the head there, but Pan America, you never know how good that bike is or how bad it is. You know, if you don't ride it. You know, because GS has been on the market now for what's that, twenty-five years, or maybe longer than that. Aye. Or, you know, maybe long. Well, aye, forty years. Forty, I think. 40, 40 years. Forty years. They had their anniversary yeah. one last year, or yeah. the year COVID first uh, hit. They had that yeah. black and yellow thing. Aye. But I think yeah. that's GS is the name. I don't know if aye. it's GS and it's modern so kind of guys. So the same. I've never really done this before, and you know, you get people coming in through the door to say, "Well, how good is it?" Well, we go, "Well, we quite like it." How about we go? And see what you think. Well, you're you're exactly the same. I and mean, you, know, you guys have got to have a shot in the bike and see what you think as well. Good, bad, or indifferent. Everybody's got their own style of motorcycle. Well, yeah. f- it's funny yeah. enough though, Aye. but it's that kind of experience that when I was looking at Pan America, I knew that I didn't want one with the ARH because it was one of you guys that said to me, "It's a completely different ride with the ARH is what it is with eight, eight, the ARH on it." Which you know, I mean, we've talked about adaptive ride height and stuff, and it's and it's it's genius. For little short-legged people, uh, not that I'm looking at you, yeah, but you I mean little short-legged yeah. people. Um, I, 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 can, I wouldn't even have contemplated my shot of a Pan America if it wasn't for that aye. technology. 
No. But yeah, the minute somebody said that to me, obviously we had went out and we switched over halfway through the ride, and and I was like, oh, I forget the RH. I much prefer it personally. I prefer mm. it without the RH. But then I've got long legs. I don't have that issue of being able to get feet in the ground. Yeah. So it's, it is that stuff that is invaluable. Do you know what I mean? So aye, that's aye, that's interesting. Aye, I mean, the bikes. I mean, the, let's be honest. But I mean, bikes are expensive now. Oh, I mean, you can make a mistake. You can buy the wrong bike just by you know, buy it. No, you read the review on it. You take something along for one of them. You know, next thing you do, you you've got one. You've bought one. You're on the saddle for a couple of weeks, yes. and they think actually this isn't me. You know, so I think something the thing that we're doing at West Coast is that, you know we're letting people try them, and if they want to try two or three different bikes, that's okay. If the brand fits them, that's okay. If it doesn't fit them, that's okay. You know, but we've got to give people a good experience. I think the, the thing that we do here is we're respectfully people. Bikers are bikers. And Dave's got a cracking thing that we're, we're kicking up the park, which is a bike night, which I don't know if you guys are aware of. But you know, we're going to try and launch a, a bike night at the end of every month on a Thursday. And this is just like you guys, bikers. Because we're all bikers. You know, we've all yeah. grown up with bikes all through the years. And I'd love to ask you guys, what was your first motorcycle and that? And just, you know, what got you into biking? And we just want to get guys out our ages, younger motorcyclists to come and just hang about and just talk bikes and yeah. have a hot dog and Bango's question six, by the way. He's a professional like this. He's <laughs> done this before. I think the important thing about the bike night is it's not a Harley thing. It's just it's a generic motorcycle. Um we got gonna put a band on, we're gonna have some food trucks and we're just gonna hang yeah. out. And, uh, See that's that's that you mean that's was missing? I know, having been a Harley owner before, you've obviously got the whole chapter night, so you can go down and meet the guys, yes. and you mean talk shop and whatever. But there's nothing else out there for people who don't have that, and there's no other brand out there has that. Oh, come and meet up, and we've got a whole collective and all that. There are groups out there that are groups of riders that go out and rides and stuff like that. You mean you're? But that, but what what they've not got is we don't have a we don't have a focal point that. Everyone can come to. You're right, yes. absolutely. You know, if you think down in London, you've got a couple of big names down in London, uh, Bike yeah. Shed Motor Company and East, East Cafe. East Cafe yeah, you know? yeah. So you, you, even if you're not a biker, you've hit, you've kind of heard of those places. Are certainly certainly the East Cafe anyway. And you know, and you know, everybody goes there. I've sat at the Bike Shed Motor Company and just watched so many different types of bikes coming in, and you know, to jumping for a beer or jumping for some food or whatever, um, and look around and everything. To have that there, that 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 isn't kind of. Um, throttled by a brand, you know. Exactly. No, you we, know, don't, yeah. we don't want it. Don't, you don't want brand it yeah. necessarily. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a, a part. Of, it just happens to be here because we've yeah. got a, a great venue and a, cool, and a big car. Yeah, a big massive car park. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, that exactly. really helps, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it's. Uh, it, hopefully, you know, we can. We'll just keep plugging away at it, and if it, it'll grow and grow and grow, and then we'll see where see where that takes us. Right. Yeah. So build it, and they shall come. Build yeah. it, and they shall come. I was. Yeah. Just, that's creepy. <laughs> um, quick question. Back to the demo fleet. Yes. What he's looking forward to riding most in the demo fleet, and well, we know Bruce is looking. De Bruce is desperate for this lowrider SD. Oh, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to make the demo fleet. Uh, I don't think we're going to. No, are we get it? They've underordered uh, this year, so I don't know if we're going to get one. But we'll try and done this year. Yeah. You need to, it's Bruce's 10th year. I've ordered a little bit in a, a buckle, does he? 
Aye, I'll still be. Yeah, totally. All the younger listeners out there are going, <laughs> what? Mad Max? Toe cutter. The kind of bit you'd see at uh, Starsky and Hutch chasing <laughs> over the hills in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I've got the box sets for that. <laughs> I didn't even really get the box It's a stuck in hutch I've got Well that's going back to a conversation Before we started recording Apart Charlie's there. Angels That's difficult to get Charlie's Angels is difficult to get Don't ask me how I know What the what the, <laughs> what, what the, the old 70s show uh, the With Farrah Fawcett show. And all that kind of stuff Aye. Was, was Farrah Fawcett on any walls No oh, no, is that a bit too far back? <laughs> that is the wee bit. Question seven. Yeah, so you've alluded you've before about the fact that you know the the, the West Coast is a, an amazing looking place. You know, uh, it's it's just different from any other kind of automotive place that you get into. Uh, it's dead friendly and relaxed when you come in. You can come in here just for a wander about and it's just a lovely atmosphere and um, you know even if you're not any bikes it's still worth a visit just to come and see it all um, the coffee's alright guy serves it's a bit of a you know what I mean but the uh, coffee's alright I, I, I absolutely yeah I know but it's <laughs> uh, but it's um, it's just not a classic it, there's no classic sales environment about it it's such a lovely welcoming thing and even back when uh, West Coast was in, up at Charing Cross you know it was, it was a Charing Cross Charing Cross Charing Cross Charing 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 alright okay Yep. There you go. There you go. Anyway, Chafing. Chaffing. Uh, that's a pre that's a different show we did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After dark. When it was up in the centre of Glasgow, right? So <laughs> it was up there. It just it just did not feel like you were gonna you were going into you were going into something a bit special, you know, in terms of Harley. So um he, you've worked hard to create that atmosphere, which is brilliant and obviously it's one of the reasons that you've you've won the UK Daily of the Year, second year in the running. Yeah, brilliant, which is amazing. Um, if, if you haven't been on the social media feed, have a look and see all the, the wee number ones all held up and yeah. waved about with joy. And the big um, Team 40, which was quite nice. So, um, and because of that, you're in 2022, you're taking that business model and community and you're expanding it into another manufacturer, I believe. We are. Yeah, yeah so could you tell us a bit more about... Uh, the, about the triumph that is the, the triumph. The, the triumph. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll oh, triumph. good yeah, segue. Yeah. I don't need two microphones, Bruce. I mean, it's a big deal, man. This, yeah. this is a big deal. You, mean, you need about four. You know, for me personally, it's a big deal because I need my triumph service. So can you? Yeah. Well, get well, place well, we're going to be able to help you out with that. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we we got talking to triumph um, kind of back end of last year, really. Um, obviously, the place over the road that shut. Um, yeah. When was that? June, May, oh. June, sort of, uh, last year. Uh, 2020. It was still open. I got yeah. here in May. It was still open in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It closed a couple of years before, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they, we had a chat with them. Um, and they obviously, you know, West Coast has got a fantastic, fantastic brand, fantastic reputation. Yeah. West, of Glasgow, West Coast of Scotland, not only Glasgow. Um, and they were keen to kind of talk to us about being the triumph dealer here. Um, so I guess the, a lot of these things are down the premises. Obviously, we wouldn't we wouldn't want, want to put it in here. Um, a multi-brand place is a tough thing to run, um, and to be honest with you, this is a dedicated facility for Harley Davidson. Yeah. And it just there's so many and different just, variants of Harley Davidson. Yeah. It's just it's so not just you mean for the, so for the Harley brand, it works so well here. So so obviously we would have to find ourselves somewhere else to put it, um, and that's what took a bit of work. Um, and we found somewhere on Hillington Business Park. Um, just down from Arnold Clark, and I'm not Arnold Clark, up from Arnold Clark, yeah. and down from Arnold mm-hmm. uh, Parks. Yeah, Parks BMW. Parks BMW. Oh, Parks, yeah. on the, just on the dual carriageway there. Yep. So it's an old 1960s workshop. 
It's about five apex roof buildings. One of them's a firework place. The other one's a, a, yeah, a yeah. fireplace. And the, oh, the, the one yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. is a, the one we're taking on is a, an old tile shop. But what we love about it, it's got like steel girders inside it. It looks, you just spoke about the Ace Caf, had, had an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, back in the day, the dealer I used to run in, in London was in Walthamstow, which just ran, ran from Mark Wilson's place in, cool. in Ace Caf. And, uh, and that had an atmosphere to it. Even before we put anything in it, it was an old tire, say an old tire place. Um, but you could sense it. And this, this triumph, this new site, feels like an old 1950s, 1960s bike shop. Okay. And, uh, and I think we can create something really special in there. We can West Coast it. Um, Triumph have been been a, a little easier on us as far as um, as far as retail environments concerned because they they tend to kind of go for a black box. Um, so they're letting us be in a in a rather more bespoke kind of building. Um, certainly, as far as they were concerned. Um, but yeah, but, but surely the success isn't using their model it's using the model you guys mo- have we, here which is why they want, want us so, to be part of it really mm, because yeah. you know we're, say we're, a, we're a unique brand here um, and we do some very cool stuff they just want to want to be part of that uh, and I think uh, I think Triumph is a very exciting again charismatic brand like Harley Davidson's got a lot about it um, we can have some fun with it I think we can uh, we can uh, you know bring what West Coast is for Harley into for Triumph um, in, in Glasgow so yeah. how Six million dollar question. When you think you're going to be in the, well, the opening, uh, good, very or, good is question. It, or is it still a secret? Uh, well, I can't tell you exactly because we don't know. Is the honest answer to that? Um, <laughs> you know? but, um, but we've, we've got. Um, I'd say within by the end of the spring, put it that way. All right, good. Kind of, right, kind of still early doors then for the season. Kind of times where we're aiming for. So. Yeah, we've had some representation at the Scottish Bike Show. I don't know if you guys managed to get through. No, some yeah. of us contracted the, the pandemic. Well, yeah. Triumph were there and we were there. We were officially broke in, on Friday. The, the, the bike show as officially to the network. We were now the official confined par- partner. So, you know, if you go online to Triumph website, you can see you'll see our name on it. But as Dave rightly says, you know, I don't know if you won't mind sharing this, but you know, we're in Renfrew, but over there is Glasgow, so we two different planning companies. So, yep. a wee bit of a sort of time delay yeah. you know, so we need to do a DeLorean to get them to pass it you know, so, uh, so we're just waiting and planning and stuff and sort of that but it's, um, the, certainly the reception we got at the Scottish Bike Show was incredible uh, was really incredible and we put a couple of night good guys on the stand who worked incredibly hard uh, and answered as many questions as, pos- as they could uh, but what was really really good for us was with the inquiry level to, to, to triumph as a brand was, was, was outstanding you know, what they've done in that brand in the last 10 years is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we're we really stoked about it. It's, it's going to be something exciting for us. As Dave rightly says, you know, this is a lot of funny elements, a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work in it. We don't do this for, you know, just for, it's for the funny element as well. Right. You know, and that's the other thing, you know, because we're still going to, what kind of time do you want? You know, I'll still to answer that question. Because I'll be on every night configuring my own. You know, I'm ready to see the one I've configured. <laughs> <laughs> the, the James Bond aye, Triumph Tiger oh, 900, aye, just aye. for the display. That's it, aye, I need that one, Dave. Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any left, that is. Aye, the Triumph thing's exciting. I yeah, think I'm excited. I'm, you know, I'm a Triumph fan anyway. Aye, I'm, I'm a Harley fan because I've. 
I've currently got one each, but have you, you know, have you got a Harley as well? Have you? Uh, uh, somewhere, aye. So no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's actually here. <laughs> <laughs> aye. Shh. Yeah, absolutely. In bits. It's the semiconductor issue. That's what it is. <laughs> aye. <laughs> so, just waiting on that flux capacitor. Exactly. That's that's right. so, um, but yeah, no, I've, I'm super excited about it. And my son, who currently is doing his bike license and everything like that at the moment so he's got his CBT and everything and he's starting his lessons he's already bought himself a Triumph in London and got it shipped up wait a minute wait a minute right can we tell people what it is yet what the what the bike aye aye, aye. it's no. he's not just went and bought himself like a Triumph he's went and bought himself a Bobber Gold Line edition aye yeah so aye, so aye. You know what I mean? so it's, it's it's apps oh it's stunning it's, it's stunning, stunning, absolutely aye. stunning yeah. what what Tickles me more than anything else is the fact that Ian can't ride it because Ian kind of get insured on it. Oh, well, because he's no registered keeper. I, I'm not registered <laughs> keeper of the, of the owner, and because John hasn't passed his test yet, so right. I was currently sawned and got uh-huh. sawn insurance on it, sitting in a shed, and I'm going. <laughs> I can't believe I can't take that bike. Can you sit on it. Uh, I have sat on it. Aye. <laughs> aye. Aye. And he makes the noises. He goes. Brrrm. Aye. <laughs> Then I got on a wee street cup and I just go skip it. It means Ian can bring it, uh, it means John can bring it here. Aye, absolutely. Yeah, so that's fine. So th- that's great. So he'll be, he'll, once he passes, he's. he's so that, you don't think that's for the, the bike night? You no, know, he's just done his first bike. You know, it gets Thursday nights, last last uh, Thursday, the, gets along, gets him new chums and stuff like that. That's, I think that's what's great. It's quite a great yeah. thing. Aye. You know? yeah. well, it, for those that have listened to the podcast, for you guys, my son's an outlander, so. Um, he knows Sam quite, you know he works oh, with Sam and, yeah. and we know that Sam's got his bike and stuff from, yeah. Yeah. from you guys and Sam's also got Triumph so I'm sure well, you'll be what seeing what Sam got? It's a fat bob <laughs> it is I think he's got a bobber as well isn't he? Uh, no he didn't buy a bobber I think he bought the Speed Twin Speed Twin I think it was Speed Twin he bought so yeah when he's known Jimmy Fallon when he's known Jimmy Fallon yeah absolutely yeah I know I know I'm looking forward to that Gents, um, that's it. That's us. Okay. We're nice and we're nice and easy, and that's yeah. us done. Okay. Nice, sweet, easy. You're saying, oh, it's only last 40, 40 minutes. That's You've been talking for nearly fifty. <laughs> and that's, really? aye, that's, aye, that's, well, no, you well, personally well, not. Well, fair it felt that way. Once I've edited it, aye, it will be you talking for 50 minutes. I'll just put you in loop. I've already had that accusation of data marketing me, but market managers, it's all about you, Derek, innit? I went, it's all about you, it's all about you. Gents, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Um, and again it's uh, again it's just another highlight for us and um, being able to have a chat with you guys and get some insight for you guys and and hopefully you mean this sends more people in and makes this place a bit more aware to people although people should be aware of if you're not give yourself a slap i think, you know the, I mean? I think the key thing to i think for me to, is to say to people even if you don't ride a motorcycle come in and just soak up the atmosphere, grab a coffee, enjoy how, I mean, the machines are beautiful machines, just to even just come and have a wander around and a look at, you know, and, you know, just, just come in and, 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 and pop yourself in, you know, and maybe they, you will eventually go, actually, you know what, I quite fancy this bike in Milwaukee, you know? Well, yeah. aye, mm-hmm. that's a, it's a great point. I think it, we kind of make that clear enough that this is not a classic mm-hmm. bike showroom no. or automotive showroom. It's much, much more than that. Yeah. Come in, Get something to eat, get a coffee, get a chat, even even like pick up 
like cool t-shirts and stuff like that as well. There's just so you loads. Don't, you don't have to, to do. ride a Harley. You don't a need to be a biker. Exactly. Make this as well. I like to say that. You know, as I, I say it every week in, in Buckle Vision about customers making and some of the stuff that we see on Buckle Vision, some of it's tongue in cheek. You know, we tell people to dress up and stuff like. That. And there was a, a couple of instances just a couple of weeks ago. Just finished. We said, "Where's your tartan?" It was five past nine, and we got a guy walking through the door with his kilt on, and these young laddies, about seven or eight year old, with their kilts on. Because we said, if you wear your car, we'll give you a total for a free coffee. And he walked through the door, and he goes, How's that? I said, That's brilliant. That's my coffee. It's <laughs> I thought, you know, that's just amazing. It's great to see some yeah. young kids, you know, just coming through the door with their parents and stuff like that. I've it's seen like six and seven year olds in here with cuts on. Aye. Aye. And you go. Aye, that's a bit strange, right enough. <laughs> 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 well, we love them. Yeah. I was in last weekend. There's a wee guy running about with a helmet on, just stopping about. That's right. And then, yeah. and then, get, and then get back in the car. Brilliant. Just make it. Yeah, yeah. do definitely do. It's a lovely, just a lovely, lovely atmosphere. So yeah. do pop in, folks. If you're listening, if you're not, you don't have to be a, a, a lover of Harley to come in here. Just. Uh, just come in and say hi to the guys. They're brilliant. You know? just oh, we do. We get lots of uh, people who come in who you know they're not bikers and they're not going to be a biker, but they love the atmosphere yeah. and they love to come in and uh, and look at things. And we get other people you know who who just get a great deal of joy just from walking around and uh, and seeing all the beautiful. Well, bikes. that's funny because you can always tell the people that have never been in before when the bell rings yeah. and never and so if. Um, not everyone will know, but mm-hmm. when you buy a bike in Harley, you get to ring the bell. Yeah. And obviously when you ring the bell, the whole place just erupts and starts applauding and clapping and woohooing and all that stuff. And the amount of people you see sitting and they go, oh, what was that all about? And then you go to, and you see somebody going, aye, exactly. Was that last orders for a cup of tea or a hot dog? What is that? Man up burgers, man up burgers, sorry. But it's those wee things that just, I mean, they they make it special. Um, if you haven't checked out the... West Coast Facebook page. Go on and check the Westbook, uh, the West Westbook, Westbook. West Coast Facebook page. Yes. I'll obviously put links in it in the description, and I will obviously tag it on social media. And also check out uh, Buckle Vision um, for uh, Derek and Bruce's week, Friday afternoons. Weekly Friday little afternoon. Friday, Friday afternoons. Buckle Vision. It's the highlight of a Friday afternoon right I love now. It, yeah, it is it's brilliant. I've I've put time in my, my diary and work. Focus time, just so that I can watch Buckle Vision. Focus time. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> Focus yeah. time. It's one of those things that don't translate into a podcast. Uh, air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. Focus yeah. time. Yeah. But um, actually, all, all the stuff on your social media is great to watch. You know, and even things like just explaining what a stage one is. That was mm. on the other day, wasn't it? Aye, uh, that it was pretty good. You know, because you, you hear all these things banded around, and, and it can be a bit intimidating if you're a new biker, not knowing... What what you know what torque is or what what a stage one is or what you know what X Y and Z is you know and I mean even like what are heated hand grips you know what I mean some people might not kind of understand you can have add these kind of things onto a motorcycle. Oh, and, and if, uh, if you want to see a bike with a turbo coming to West Coast because that's down there, has anyone ridden that? Yeah, I uh, yeah. Have you ridden it? Yeah, I've ridden it. And it's kind of special. It's kind of special. He's got the <laughs> just just for everybody's listening. He's got this stupid grin at this point going, it's a bit special. And Dave's an XTT racer as well, and two, there's a, 
I've actually uh, I've written it, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> that does make you. I mean, make me laugh just even thinking about it. You know, <laughs> a gen- oh, that's genuinely, a nervous laugh. That's just like, oh, oh, get me off this. <laughs> that's a Kelly LeBrock laugh. That's what that is. What that, that's exactly what that is. Comes with free underwear, that big. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you want to come in and check out the experience in the vibe of West Coast Harley, meet the guys, have a coffee. Buy some gear, who knows, maybe even buy a bike, then head along to West Coast Harley Davidson, soon to be West Coast Harley Triumph around the corner. Uh, but they're just off junction 26 of the M8 at Hillington Park in Glasgow, G524FA, if you're sticking into yep. your old set nav. And you can't miss it, it's beautiful position. Oh, you can't miss it, but that you cannot miss it. Um, they're open Tuesday to Thursday, 9 to half 5, and 9 to 5 Friday and Saturday. Um, Gents, thank you once again. Yeah. That's been oh, an thanks. absolute it's joy. Been, yeah. And, um, so much, yeah. Great, brilliant. Once you get something else new and shiny and exciting, we'll get you back on the show. Thank you. Cool. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cheers, folks. Guys. Cheers. Thank, thank you, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. We definitely enjoyed that. That was such a good. It was such a good laugh, and it the t- the time just flew by over there. I couldn't believe just how quickly it went. I know. That's, um, a, that's, an, that's a technical term. I, I think what was really nice was when we were chatting. I, I don't know if we got it on. I don't know if we got it on um, audio or not. If we were recording at that point, but it was Derek who was saying. He said he was listening to our podcasts, and he's like, "They're just they're about twenty five minutes long, aren't they? Twenty five thirty minutes long." Like, <laughs> right. uh, no, no they're and he's like, "I said I can't believe that I just sat and listened to that, and it just went by. You know, it's a bit like when you go and see a three hour movie and you don't realise the time. Aye. You know, that's how good these podcasts are. But of course, you know that because you've listened to this one and you're at the end of it." And you, yeah, exactly, and there you go. That's probably another two hours of your life you're not getting back. Yeah. Uh, it was just I, again, I was back in today, um, because obviously we just kind of finished a we were at a run today, um, just to kind of blow the cobwebs off, and actually just thought we'll stop in there and get something to eat, um, and a coffee, um, just because it was running about that time, and um, both Derek and and Dave and Bruce had came up and went. By the way. That was brilliant. We so much enjoyed that last night. It was just so much fun. Um, the guys have already shared it on their social media and stuff like that. That you mean the pictures that they took and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm glad they enjoyed it. Um, it was a good laugh. It didn't feel. It, I think Dave said it best. He says it was just like five guys sitting in a pub chatting. Obviously, yeah. we didn't. We were only drinking because we were driving. Um, making, no. up, making up for that tonight. Slange of that. Um, exactly. Yep. Um, no, it was great, wasn't it? It was just it was good to chat and and uh, and uh, just to get to know the guys a bit better because we always we see hi to them and we see them we're chatting away to them when we pop into the, the you know the dealership and I've I mean I've not been in it as much as you have because this obviously um, you know this is my first Harley was the sports dress so that's yeah. only really been when I've been but it's just nice to go in um, but I did promise someone I'm, I will look out I may even go and have a wee look for it later on um, years and years ago um, I did photography for West Coast Harley Davidson when they were up at Charing Cross. <laughs> Charing Cross, Charing Cross, Charing Cross. I don't know why I've always called it Charing Cross, right? Oh, anyway, Charing Cross, Charing Cross. Anyway, up there, right? When they up had there. the up there when they had the showroom in the, in the Glasgow City Centre, and it was years and years ago, and a friend of mine had organised this ladies' night. At, um, at, at, oh, like a ladies of Hog? Was that a ladies hmm. of Hog? A ladies of Harley thing? No, I was no, just I ladies think, in general. I think essentially there was there was he'd got a couple of really nice looking girls to sit on bikes. And it was it was definitely more of the misogynistic side of a ladies' night. Oh yes, it's ladies' night. But I remember I remember going in at a time, and even back then, the 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 atmosphere, the you know, and that, it would have been done obviously that that, that he recognised yeah. his from kicking about and all that. But um, 
It was just such a lovely place to pop in, and I used to pop in quite regularly after it, after taking the photographs and chatting away to some of the guys that were in there, and just, you know, you could, it was just a great, great place, and what they've done now um, is brilliant, because it's like, it's just another lovely place to pop into, uh, as you as you, as you you will have heard, listening to the big question, to pop into whether you've got a motorcycle or not. You know? uh, it's just it, again. I know we've talked about it. And we've covered it to death, and we are in no way paid or sponsored by West Coast Harley. Oh. Um, but it's just one of those places that just even if you don't, even if you're not, you don't ride, be and you're not even that into bikes, but you can appreciate them. It's just worth going in and just having a nosy. No one's going to try and sell you a bike. Do you know what I mean? The guys are just quite happily there to chat, um, yeah. and then get yourself a coffee and stuff. It's just it's. Aye, it's just such a, it's such a, it's, it's yeah. such a, it's yeah, such an we, unusual place. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think we could probably do with that and a few, a few more places around the west of Scotland. You know, for that. Uh, you know, Chief, if if every bike showroom was like that, it would be fantastic. Do yeah, you know what I mean, totally. it would be absolutely fantastic. But again, I suppose it wouldn't be unusual then to just have one. Um, no, but I think it would true. definitely. You mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one. Of, I always like the fact that I can go in, have a nosy about, sit in any bike I like, and you know I mean it'd be abundantly clear that I'm not interested in buying a bike. You know I mean, I just appreciate Aye. bikes. Um, I'm not at this stage interested in buying one. Um, and you, you know I mean that's fine. Everybody's happy with that. Um, and I think as Derek said, even if you are going to buy a bike or you are interested in buying a bike and you test ride it, and do you know what, Harley's only for you, then that's fine. You know I mean, they, they totally get that, that it's not for everyone. And that's just so much, that's, that's, it's so refreshing rather than people try to force you into buying a bike that, you know I mean, you know that in six months time you're going to absolutely hate it or even yeah. less. Yeah, like four days when you drop it. Well, <laughs> there is that. I, actually, but I don't you don't hate, hate the bike because you never had it long enough to hate it. Long enough to hate it. I'm not long enough to hate it. So there we go. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, I think it's one of those things that's it's just a nice it's, it's a nice place to go and pop your head in. Absolutely. Um, relatively easy to get to. Lots of car parking and stuff. So um, all good. Um, and I hope that um, um, maybe maybe one or two other places pop up like that around the west of Scotland. Maybe no next door or anything like that. But Aye. you know, but you know, even then. Aye, and obviously we'll 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 probably do a, a little thing kind of on location again for one of the bike nights once it's kind of up and running. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let it get up and running first, but definitely the the whole bike night thing is just super exciting because you can get and go and talk to other people that own different bikes and get their opinion on either their bike or your bike or whatever's coming latest or do they like electric, do they not like electric, do they prefer riding in groups or do they prefer riding on their own or you mean all this kind of stuff. Which I think, yeah, and I think what's quite nice about the, the bike net, right, and it was kind of echoed by me, you know, I talked the last time about, about you know, about the, the you know, sliding the, sliding the sports and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's, I get help from a cyclist, a couple of cyclists, you know, to help get the bike back up and get it off the road for me safely and everything when that yeah. all happened. And the guy said to me, and I thought it was really nice to just hear this, you know. You know, these are guys on their, you know, their push bikes. And they're, and the guy says, we're all two-wheeled warriors. We've all got to look after each other, you know. And yeah. and that sentiment, I thought, I never, I never thought about cyclists in that way as much 
you know. Um, but the fact that you know that that phrase "we're just all two wheeled warriors" was was lovely to hear that people just appreciate that actually. Does that mean know, I need to stop calling them mammals? Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I so. Don't. Because these two guys in particular were really good. And a few other guys that can buy and push bikes just checked it was all right. But, but also what was lovely in that scene, I think I said that before, was a, a number of people pulled over in the car who were clearly bikers. Aye, they were out driving. They were out driving or they were going home and the guy's like, just check you're okay, you know. And all that, when you leave a bike by the side of the road, and I thought that's brilliant. Aye, that's good. So um, um, I like that phrase, we're all two-wheeled warriors. Um, you know, we've got to look out for each other. Right, I'll drop, <laughs> them. I'll drop mammals then. Yeah. No, 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 I think we can still use mammals because because yeah, we are all two wheeled warriors. But the you know because we can we can slag off the we can slag off people that wear the Power Ranger suits on their sports bikes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, you know, so therefore we can we can equally slag off men and uh, lycra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, so um, so um, I think we're fine. We're it's okay. just the guys that ride like in twos and threes and take up a whole lane. You just think those are the guys that you know, I mean. Yeah, for all we're two wheeled warriors, you could pull out a bit and let a couple. Of, you mean let another fellow two wheeled warrior past? Instead, you don't. Aye. Instead, you just camp out there later on the tour of the farce. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, that. Yeah, and um, but that's a, that was another podcast a few a couple of podcasts ago for me. I know. I'm not, well, let's, let's, not, let's not open that can of worms again. Oh, we've, we've, we've taken all that, put it in a jar, shot it, and buried it in the back garden. So it's fine. Yeah. Aye, there you go. So I think I, I think for us, I think we're well now we are now doing the the, the standard prattling. Um, after we the are we are doing standard prattling just to make sure that we get enough garbage in here. Um, yeah. before we can, before we wrap we up, we can't have uh, the guys at West Coast think we only actually do record twenty minutes because uh, we don't. <laughs> Well, no, we could only because we had about fifty minutes of them chatting last night, and that was before we had, and we had about fifty minutes before that before we actually hit the record button, which was probably just as well based on some of the conversations. Um, you mean some of that was was, was definitely not suitable for work? No, 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 no. Um, there you go. That's episode eighteen. Um, thank you again for listening to the ramblings of us, um, average bikers, um. And supporting each and every episode, uh, it's a massive thanks to Dave, Bruce, and Derek at West Coast um, for. I say coming in, we actually went to them, so on location. But it was good of them. Oh, just massive to, thank you for the Kit Kats, for the Kit Kats especially, yes, and for hanging back because again we recorded it kind of after closing time last night, so those guys kind of stayed back in their own free time, um, unless they were putting through timesheets for it, I don't know. Well, I need to ask Dave next time and did they claim for it? Um, but it was good just to chat with those guys. Um, and again, we will do more stuff with, with West Coast in the future. Um, again, especially around kind of demos and their bike night and stuff like that. And um, there'll be more stuff again, doing, Because doing more stuff with them is doing more stuff for all bikers, even though, you know, racing things like the bike nights. So when we do get a chance to do bike nights, hopefully a few of the other bikers out there listening will realize, will kind of go, oh, that's a brilliant idea. You know, if they're, yeah. If they're and guys, keep an eye on the, the you mean, the, on our social on their social especially um, and you'll see when the, the, the first bit of the bike night com- bike nights are coming up um, and by all means get yourself along there have a chat to other kind of like-minded individuals fellow bikers and just shoot the breeze and you know I mean let's let's see where it goes and you know I mean let's kind of uh, 
enjoy it. Um, the guys seem to be putting a great deal of effort into making it yep. something a bit more fun, a bit a bit different. Um, so yeah, get us all along there. Um, but most importantly, remember these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers. So a massive thank you from all of us here on the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please like, share, and more importantly, subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question, then please email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch via our Facebook page, Instagram and social media gubbings that we have. So um, we will see you in the next episode. So until next time, remember, only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of the car window. Oh. <laughs>